Welcome to Lack of Focus, an X-Wing Miniatures Game podcast, brought to you by Dice 8 Productions. Hello everyone, welcome once again to another episode of Lack of Focus, episode 87, Home in Time for Points. I am your host, Ed Horn, and alongside me tonight, my friend, Mr. Sean Dorsey. Sean, how's it going, my friend? Good, Ed. How are you doing? Outstanding. And welcome home to our producer extraordinaire from his little uh, jaunt in in Europe. One, Mr. Chris Sheriff. Chris, how's it going? Is it in Europe anymore? Brexit happened, man. You know? <laughs> no, That's it's right. now it's now back to the UK. That's in right. The, they're in they're the continent thing. of Europe. You know? Yeah. The, the, it's the, the European. They, it's the European rebel. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I think they removed themselves from the continent too. They're just their own thing now. I, I don't know much. You, you were there. You tell me. <laughs> Uh, I'm doing good, Ed. I'm doing good. Good, good. All right. So while Chris was gone, we had some interesting events happen. We had the points drop release. So AMG is doing their thing. Some interesting things are in these points. So obviously we're a little late to the show on this one, but we're still going to cover it anyway. Kind of give you our hot takes on it. And of course, we'll be doing all the stuff we've been doing and gaming and all the other fun stuff. So, John, I'm going to start with you. What have you been doing lately, my friend? Oh, boy. Um... As always, as as always, it's a loaded question. Um, I rearranged my living room, put up a Calac, big Calac shelf, so I could fit all my board games on it. And no, I saw that. I want to steal that. I, I want to replace the one that I have behind me with one of those. It's definitely worthwhile. The, the if you're gonna get it, get the big one. Don't get any of the smaller ones because I maxed it out like instantly it was it's full um so you <laughs> yeah, want to get at chris's. <laughs> um yeah. yeah i mean it's basically looks like chris's with stuff stacked on top um and then i moved all my i moved a bookshelf that was in my living room um into my bedroom and that's where all my role-playing stuff will be now is in there um what else have i done set up a new table because this has been this has been what four weeks for us yeah, it's been like a month. Much, yeah, because yeah, we had the in-between show that and we so did shortly we, after yeah, the last one. We recorded, would have been on like the 10th or something, 10th of September. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, we're a month really, month later. Legitimately like a month since we've all gotten the chance to talk. Yeah, I still haven't got my um, hobby area done yet in my bedroom, in the office, second bedroom office. Still working on that, um, but I bought the Kill Team starter set. Yeah, I um, heard about that. Octavius or whatever it is, and so we got that. And our goal is is that if we don't have the will to play a big game, we have the ability to play a smaller game. So and still use the units we have plus what came with it and stuff like that. So yeah, and I think Kill Team. I think Kill Team will be more up your alley anyway, Sean, to be honest. Well, I like the big games. You know, I like Legion, so I like that big spread out game. But the way that we'll play it is he might, my son bought an alpha table also. Hmm. So he got a newer version of it, which is better than the one that I have because mine was the first generation. One. And it, everything lines up better and it's just altogether better. Plus it's solid black, so it's it's cooler looking. And he has that set up at his apartment. So when we decide to do the 2000 point games and spend three, four or five hours playing, we'll do it at his place. When we're going to do the kill team games, we'll do it at my place. But the thing that was kind of slowing him down a little bit was we didn't have any terrain. So buying the kill team box gave us terrain. I bought a box a while ago 
Um, that was like a city version of the game where it had some ground effect stuff. And then today I bought, um, it's a $150 box of terrain. It's got the tubes and big, you know, bigger, kind of more industrial terrain. So yeah, between, yeah, between kill team and that, we now have enough terrain. Um, he's building the terrain. So once we get it, then we really don't have any excuses to play at least kill team because we have you know enough to play for sure. He has he has his thousand sons. I have my space marines, and so the one thing I want to say about that is I think it's kind of weird how most of the factions have maybe one to two or one to four choices of units, where space marines have like one to nine choices of <laughs> units. Welcome to forty k. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I kind of felt bad for him, but I don't think he really cares because he can play his his uh, pseudo space marines and his rubric marines and his what are they zangors uh, but yeah. we, but we also got the orcs and we got something else too the death it wasn't, cult of Krieg. yeah yeah adeptus militarum death cults of- yeah which which in was plastic, no less in plastic yeah, in plastic so we'll have those once those are assembled too so we'll have a, a good variety to start yeah death, playing death- Coral Creek prior to that were only forge one, a forge one only army. So the fact that they're in plastic now is a gigantic. Yeah. Yeah. That, it's just good to have the variety and it's stuff we can build off of because, you know, orcs are getting the facelift. So, you know, if one of us wants to do an orc army, plus we also have his, his gray knights that he got with his um, kit. Yeah. Yeah. From the thousand sons gray knights. So he has kind of a, second army starting to you're picking up on the right time because they literally just this is what the third edition of kill team now that they just did a, a revamp of the rules is that correct um they kind of faq'd the rules for the last one but this is like making it its own marketable product properly now i think yeah like it, it's and, very separated from 40k now in how it plays and yeah exactly yeah it's it's definitely a much more stripped down version in my opinion it's just it feels like you know X-wing, X-wing 1.0 reading reading the original rules rather than having the tournament rules and all the errata and everything else. So, although Kill Team did just come out with an errata, so but we're not going to worry about that to start. We'll get the rules down and get to playing some. And then, as long yeah. as you're not playing Custodes, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get so, like, what, one guy if you're playing the Custodes. You got four, <laughs> and they were. Um, atrociously overpowered for bio account. Yeah, because they're custodies. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but the point being, you should have got, like, two for the power level, because yes. I think, was it, like, one guy can, like, kill five guys shooting and charge with the guiding spear and stuff, and I don't know, it's, it was crazy how efficient they were, so they, I think they've lost an action point or something in the FAQ, I don't know. I This is all, <laughs> there's too many things for to keep up with for me to the uh, accurate on these statements yeah but. and i you know we're learning so it doesn't really matter anyway for us so um the cool thing was and, and i don't know if i had it at the time i couldn't have had it at the time but i got a table that's i bought the ikea table that is similar to what fantasy flight has ikea doesn't have that table anymore that fan or sorry the game venter has the white tables <laughs> Um, because those are a standard, I think they're like five or six feet by three and a half feet or something. Cause you could put, I believe a mat, um, an X-wing mat on it. If I recall on a table, 
Um, and then no, maybe they were like six feet because you could put two mats together on those tables um, and have a couple games going. But yeah, you, you this could play table, epic on them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you could play a full epic game. Sadly enough, though, they I couldn't find that table size, and I didn't want to get like a full, full, full size dining room table. Um, so it's a little shorter. So I'm just gonna build a tabletop to put on top, and that's what I we, did, Sean. It's a little yeah. short for a stormtrooper. <laughs> yeah, but it's only the funny thing is it's only short by like two or three inches, you know. Yeah, but it's it's so, enough that it's noticeable. Yeah, it, it would be enough to where you know a five. If we both did five moves, you know, it would break the game a little bit on it yep. for X wing and stuff. I, so, I do the same thing for playing forty k here at home. So I took basically what the standard size for forty k is now, which is forty four inches by sixty inches, mm-hmm. five foot by almost four foot, and I took those and I cut them in even pieces so they're in three little pieces so whenever we uh gabe and i play here at home i bring those three pieces out lay them down then i lay my fat mat down on top of it and it's perfect yeah i'm gonna do uh so that we have i'm gonna do, do two different types for here um i'm gonna do a three by six so we can get our or four by six so we can get armada and i'm gonna go out and buy the one and a quarter inch sheets of insulation like the the yep. big thick ones and then put a border around it and then block it underneath so it fits on the table, you know, perfectly. So it won't slide and stuff. The only um, reason I didn't do the insulation one is I find that dice tend to bounce on that thick foam insulation. Well, um, a good thing we, we were using at the store was um, pallet toppers. I think you can yeah. like, order them and they're like corrugated plastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're the. And they're pretty cheap. They're about a three eighths of an inch thick it's kind of like doing foam core a little yeah. bit oh, but it's go. but it's plastic it's actually i think what fantasy flight was using towards the end for their game toppers yeah. so they would have they would have a, a mat either glued to it or you set it on and i can't remember what yeah, it was I, but i went all out i went with the uh, three quarter or uh, three quarter inch uh, mdf board so it's thick and heavy um, yeah. my only concern with some of those other lighter ones is because they're so light it's possible and i have seen happen in a game store where someone clips an edge of it and it tips the whole damn table and you have you models see knocking how over much i've grown here i didn't like jump all over you for when you said you've done all right like you mean you bought a new table that's actually the right size <laughs> yeah, well, i i did i so whenever ninth edition released i went out and because i had so i had i've done this table topper thing before like i, I we've had them before yeah. when ninth edition release they lowered the size because it used to be four foot by six foot forever all the way back to the third edition was the standard size four by six and i had toppers for those but whenever they switched over to ninth edition i made smaller ones. now having said that i sort of regret doing that because what it does what one of the things that gabe and i have noticed is all you have is the table and there's a lot of bookkeeping and a lot of Hey, I've got models to take off the board yeah, because they've died. One of the reasons they went smaller was to give you room on the table. To, yeah. yeah, yeah. But for so me, I, thought, I I have TV trays, so everything that's off table is TV tray. That's exactly what we do, Sean. It's the legitimately, yeah. that's so our like that's where your codex is going to sit. That's where the rule book's going to sit. That's where all the dead models are going to sit. Like I have. Uh, I always roll into a dice tray, so that's where my dice tray sits and that yeah. kind of stuff. That's exactly what we do. Yeah, and we can. We, I have a couple different types of dice trays that we can set on the table and roll into. That's why I'm not worried about that bounce you were talking about. Yeah, is because the other the other thing you can do is put um, decoupage type glue on the top mm. of it. 
because then it'll harden it and it'll put a few layers of that. I mean, it's a lot of glue, but you put a few layers and then if you put a either a balsa wood or some thin wood as a border around it, it actually firms the whole thing. Yeah, that's a good interesting idea. I have to give that a shot. Yeah, or or the other thing you could do to firm it up is, and it'll add a little bit of weight, is you could put the glue down and pour sand on top of it once you put the border in. And then the sand will completely, you know, it'll be glued in place and it'll be extremely rigid. Yep, it feels lovely when you rub your elbow across it. Yep, but it'll be, you know, you could you could seal it, you know, use a sealer too, yeah. and then see, glue it and then seal it all in place. And it's basically, you know, that foam core be- or that foam board just becomes just, you know, like a piece of wood, light piece of wood, basically at that point. And then if you put your blockers down and the way that I'll do it is I'll have clamps so that when I put the blockers down, they'll clamp and then everything, nothing will move at that. So the table flip should be a difficult, a difficult, difficult thing to, Yeah. You'd have to you'd have to effort a table flip, basically. You have to try hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're not trying hard enough, obviously. So, but other than that, I haven't done much. It's been real busy. We had a uh, my family came into town a couple weekends ago for my dad's funeral, so we had that. Um, so I took about a week of my time there. So I haven't had a lot of game game time. I played some. What have I played? Uh, Slay the Spire on Steam. So that's the the game that I've been playing in the minutes that I have time to play games and basically just trying to get everything done. Cause really and truthfully, it's harder to do gaming in the summer for me and my son than it is the winter. Cause the winter, you don't want to be outside or doing, you know, drive anywhere or do anything. So it's, it's better in my opinion for us to get everything ready to go and then play over the winter. I agree. You know, hundred percent. So that's pretty much been my month. Um, a lot of work too. So, um, not much game playing, but mostly prepping for gameplay is what I would call it. That still counts. That still counts. <laughs> All right, Chris, you had an adventure. I'm sure. I, I know you got some stuff done. So, what have you been doing lately, my friend? Um. Well, I um went to the UK. Um, saw some family. Um, ate lots of food. Piled on a bunch of weight again. I, I think Yay. I was I was three kilos down before I left, and um back i've put them all back on so you know hanging out a bugsman's bar we'll do that to you um so we literally um convinced jill that we should go on our way to the airport because we're flying from gatwick so we were getting a hotel to stay down there the night before anyway and it's like rather than me trying to hire a car drive to bugman's on my own do a thing come back let's just go on the way we can eat there so me jill and evie all did the the museum tour and had a oh. meal it was good we were only in there for like maybe two hours or whatever including like sitting there and eating and everything but it was nice i still have the space you still have the space marine and the rhino out front uh yeah there's the space marine statue there's um a stormcast now they still have the the alerts um statue from water rings or is that but it's like the fully um like movie prop level one mm-hmm. um they have all of the dioramas so you see you know horus versus the emperor with sanguinius dead on the floor um Lovely. all of the old mike mcveigh dioramas get yeah, that just touching nostalgia um i took a bunch of painting stuff back to uk and then didn't do yeah, anything i so. saw that I um I painted one Dalak Ganga to do a test color scheme, and I think I actually got base colors down on five more like the next morning kind of thing. But I I built all of them while I was there. But 
I took far too much back for what I did. I didn't think I'd have... Sorry, no, I thought I would have more time than I ended up having, so I thought I'd just be sat around the house not really doing anything. But um, Guilty up. of that. Whenever, whenever I leave the house, I always take something that I think that I'm going to do with me, like a book that I intend to read, or I'll take my portable game system like oh i'm gonna finally beat super nintendo's you know super castlevania 4 and just i never get to it as much as i want to you just never get to it yeah um but that was good nice good good times i did meet up with some of our listeners in the uk as well we went out to um i forgot what the game store was called now like um comic book store or something i'll have to figure it out I'll, i'll look it up later um but it was nice. They booked a table for us. I got a game of X-Wing and they brought the ships because I didn't, I didn't pack mine because I knew that that would be the only time I actually got to play. But yeah, I uh, I ran um, Vader in a Defender because he got cheaper. <laughs> and <laughs> sister and fifth brother. Uh, fifth brother got more expensive, but not enough to make the list illegal. So it was all fine. Um, yeah, you, you just have a point left over and don't worry about it. So. Um, but yeah, it's been good. Um, we chatted for a while, um, went to a pub, had a quick drink. Um, it, yeah, it was really nice, actually, just hanging out, chatting with new people, especially because I'd been a, a muggle for the, the two weeks I was there, just, you know, <laughs> talking about non-gaming stuff with normal people, like, just being a parent. Nice, nice to get back amongst your people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Really good time. I said next time I'll try and make sure that um, it's more organised and have like proper notice and stuff like that. Uh, or like next time I'll have to try and come out and we can we can do the games enter lack of focus con. Right. We're still trying this, this stupid COVID thing doesn't seem to be going away, so we're still still trying to nail down a date for that. I think we've kind of decided early next year that we're going to try to get doing that. I'd like to make that a yearly event, like legitimately. I even if it's just the three of us hanging out like yeah. it's one of the things that, like i i love I, i'm gonna get gushy and i'm sorry i love <laughs> hanging out with you guys on a fairly regular basis and it's always kind of weird to me that for the most part i've only seen you guys physically in person a couple of times that really bothered and i'd like to change it so if we can make that a yearly event i think that's what we should do yeah i think we can i as i said we do it once first you know just a test run maybe we don't like each other anymore we can say <laughs> um, I suppose but, it is possible. But yeah, like, get one down first before we start booking three years. Like, you know, can we reserve a room for five years? Yeah, there's my $4,000 booking fee. Oh, oh fucking head, what a dick. <laughs> um, I suppose it is true. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll get the first one done first, and then the uh, first one done first. That's so good wordage. You can tell I've not spoken on camera for a while now. Words are hard. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's probably just normal service for us, isn't it? I don't know. Do yeah, about average. <laughs> um, I played a bunch of Necromunda before I came back, but um, I've not managed to do anything um, since I got back other than, well, it was Saturday today, so I played X-Wing yesterday. I played yeah. my first game of X-Wing yesterday. Um, that was against the new Resistance Y-Wings. Um, um, but I took Vader, so I just won. It was easy, you know? Why try X-Wing, harder? X-Wing on easy mode. No, um, it was interesting actually because like four Y wings with dorsal turrets, so that's um, four one eighty degree arcs, and then Jess Parva uh, for a three dice attack, all moving up the same initiative. So I, I'm probably going to get shot, and it's me. So Vader's going to take damage. 
like, eh, what what'd you do? And yeah, it was um, an interesting thought experiment of like, okay, this is how much point souls are worth, so I can trade here. As long as I stay ahead in the removing his ships, the Inquisitors still move after him. So the races. And yeah, he, I basically, I sacrificed Vader um, in turn two, I think. No, well, second turn of engagement. I dialed in the 4K because it's a defender. Why not? Um, and I was like, uh, if he do, I, he probably won't block it because there's only one ship that can and it puts it in a really weird position, like facing the wrong way, not really be able to get around to support the rest of his ship. So it's literally just there to block Vader. But I was like, but if he does do that, I won't have a shot with Vader. I was like, well, I can move. If I dial in, I think it was like a three straight. I said, it's fucking irrelevant. Nova Squadron battle reports coming. <laughs> um, but I dialed in a move with Fifth Brother where then I could boost in to block Vader myself. So if a Y-Wing moved to block my 4K, I could make it, rather than bumping the Y-Wing, I bump Fifth Brother, who would be where the Y-Wing would be. So I'm like, I moved there. And so I just like, fuck it. Vader's going to bump into my own ship, but at least he'll be shooting the same Y-Wing as Fifth Brother. So I'm still concentrating fire. And yeah, I think that round I took like six damage on Vader from like three Ooh. shots. Um, it was down to, no, I think it was five damage. I'd lost the shield previously um, because why wouldn't I, you know? I think it was like two shots. I had to spend the focus token for the first one, spend the evade for the second one and still took a damage. Um, Sounds yeah. like my dice went all went two to fell. Oh, it was fine. It was... I would have had to get a really weird chain of crits for Vader to die because it was like he was only taking like three two dice attacks or four two dice attacks. So the chances of that, like getting through three shields and three hull when he's got three agility, was you know what I mean? Like Vader shouldn't die. He got down to one health, but he shouldn't. I mean, mission accomplished, he's still alive. And he did four damage and then four damage. So whatever. Um, Vader does. Yeah. Is, so that, is, is this the Defender Vader oh, that you're talking yeah, about? Yeah. Yeah. Just the measly 112 point Defender Vader. Yeah. Spoiler like, alert. <laughs> it's one of those where, like, I knew that as long as I was killing his ships, it didn't fucking matter, you know? Uh, and the Y Wings, so you just roll dice at them and they'll die. So, yeah, it was good. Um, especially, like, Fifth brother and seventh sister. So, like, oh, you rolled an evade. Eh, I don't think you did. Seventh sister will crack shot that. <laughs> oh man, fifth brother goes hit through, take an extra crit. Uh, I did. The only time I used fifth brother's ability to add the extra crit, I'd already done one crit, and it turned out that it was direct, so I didn't need to have done the second one. But it was like you've got to make sure, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, that's a ship that could have shot at Vader, so it has to be dead. Um, but I had the opportunity to either. Just keep running with Vader and leave the two Inquisitors in the fight. It was like, it's actually more beneficial at this point for me to keep the two Inquisitors healthy, keep chipping away with them, and keep Vader in the fight so that he targets Vader. Because if all three of my ships can shoot the same one, I can potentially take one off the board again, and he never actually gets to kill Vader. But it, like, the, blanks, the blanks came, Vader died, but it didn't matter. <laughs> he had like a Y-Wing with two health left and another Y-Wing with three health left. And then it was like, yeah, okay, whatever. You're never shooting yeah. me again and um, just die. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, that list has been good fun. I got bullied into signing up for the the Carolina Crates online tournament thing 
I, a couple Ooh, of people I was, was, was going to I was going to ask you about that and see if you got roped into that one. I, a couple a, of people a, had asked yeah. if I'd be, sorry yeah a couple of people had asked if I'd be on the team. I was like no I don't like online X wing don't want to do it don't want to do it. And then Chris reached out and was like one of the like the non I'm saying non serious teams had a player who had to drop out. They've only got like three days to try and find someone else. Will you do it? I'm like twist your arm. Oh, I don't. As long as I don't have to try, so I just I'm taking the same list again. Of course, um, it's doing a really interesting format. Um, so when you submit your list, you just submit pilots, no upgrades, and then any points you've got left go into your sideboard. And then when you get the purrings, you look at each other's lists, and then you can spend your remaining points on upgrades. I don't know if Ed's frozen or if he's really, really shocked by my statement. Uh, I think he's shocked. I just think he's shocked I mean, to a point like, where... Well, by all of that, yeah. Yeah, he so, can't even move. Yeah. Sorry, my internet dropped there for a second. So it, I heard sideboard, and yeah. that's the last thing I heard. I was like, oh my god, Ed's astounded by this format. He thinks it's amazing. It's speechless. Um, yeah, apparently. So, yeah, so basically... If you take 150 points worth of ships and would normally spend 50 points on upgrades, you don't buy the upgrades until you've seen your opponent's list, which also won't have upgrades. Oh. Then simultaneously, you both spend the rest of your points and then play the game. interesting. Yeah. So I spent 199 points on Vader and a Defender, with brother, <laughs> seventh sister, and I was like, yeah, fuck this shit. That seems like far too much effort for me. It's way too much thought process for me, so I'm just going to go and spend 199 points here. Yeah. I have right. one point left. Woo, what am I going to do with it? Oh, I can tell you exactly what I'm going to do with it, Ed. I'm going to disrespect, give that point to my opponent every game and say, just take it. <laughs> I am i don't care. You, you can have it, man. You can have that one point. Yeah. Um, playing it that way, though? So... so they're- Playing so, the, the st- new standardized rules as far as anything that um, I don't know. <laughs> no, I was curious. Maybe I would like to tell you, but that would have involved reading the tournament pack, <laughs> which I have not done. <laughs> which I have yet to do. I had to submit my list on TT, yeah? um, TTT tabletop. I don't know, whatever that tournament yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I was like, oh man, I don't even, I'll have to make an account. And it turns out that I have an account because that's what I use for the overlay when we do the Vassal games. Oh. So I, I only had to click a few buttons and then I didn't have to think about it. It was fine. Fantastic. Yeah. So I'm just going to say Vader, Vader is a pretty, pretty sick ship. That is it's, disgusting. It's fucking ridiculous, man. I'm like. Oh, so you 4, 4K, get a free evade action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 4K, get a free evade action. Not to mention the three fours you're sitting on that ship. It's not even that, Sean. You do a one bank, don't take the evade and go, what the fuck are you going to do about it? Come on. Right. Come at me. I don't yeah, care. Exactly. I've got seven health and three agility. What's that? You're right. one ship that got the shot because you've somehow guessed that I was going to do a one bank. So that, oh man, got, you got three hits. Cool, go you. No points for you. All right. Yeah, you get to have just like a free blank out because you don't like. I tried flying him as an ace and being cagey, and you can. And like sometimes you have to, you know. Sometimes that's the game you've got to play. Right. But the amount of games you can win just by going, you know what? I'm just gonna fucking bully you now because you can do fuck all about this. 
Right. This sounds you like literally my, exactly, can't stop me. This sounds like my kind of list. I'm just saying. Well, uh, I, it's just, I mean, it's sickening because, you know, I mean, yeah, you can only spend the force on attacks. Okay. Like, then, even for yeah. me, with my, my complaining about dice and stuff, you know, even for me, it's, oh, look at that. Vader got four hits. Cool. Mm-hmm. Three <laughs> hits and a crit. Didn't have to spend anything. Right. Like, I'll take the tar- yeah, If you take target lock at range one, you that you are. I can't even think the chances of not having four hits are astronomically small. Right, you one of them is always a hit because you turn a blank to a hit. It's old guidance chips, effectively. You've yeah. got the reroll, and you've got two force left for normal eyeball conversion. So, yeah, mm. I think the worst I've ever done at range one is two hits. And I, it, that is that super feels bad. Oh man, <laughs> oh, fuck me! I only I got two hits. Jesus! Oh, what? the worst one is when you rock up and you're like, oh, I'm gonna, I'll take my my three dice attack, and it's like blank focus, focus. Oh, well, I suppose I just don't have force this turn, which I couldn't spend on defense anyway. So it's not oh. like it was a hard choice. Oh darn! Yeah, but I, I like it. I'm not gonna lie. I I like winning, and they let me bully people with Darth Vader and a Defender. So I will continue to play Darth Vader and a Defender until people stop agreeing to play with me, which should be happening sometime soon. <laughs> sometime really soon, in fact. <laughs> when does the uh, event kick off? Um, it started today, but it's a team event as well. So you play in teams of three. Um, you can only have one person running a faction so you can't all three of you can't run imperials um but we got paired against an australian team so just trying to go through and work out like the time zone so yep that's the only downside to doing these online like this i'm at two o'clock on friday i'll be playing and he'll be playing at 6 a.m on saturday so that's about the only time we could act like if anything happens on friday if eve is still ill and i can't play I just can't line it up. There's, there's no other time that'll work. So, whatever. I'm like, I don't want to play in this event anyway. <laughs> I would rather give him the win than get up at four a.m. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly. Right That's the right answer. I mean, did they did they try to break those divisions down by like location? Um, it's not a division. It's it's just, literally just um a Swiss. But like, uh, you've got. I think you've. For the first one, I think we've got two weeks, and then after that, you're going to have a week to sort out your game. So the team pairings go up, and it puts you on a table, and then in that tip, and so you, it's all on Discord. So there's a channel that is just pairings. So you look at that channel, and it has the team names lined up. Then that tells you what table you go on, and there's a channel, which is just table 15. You go into that one. That's got the player pairings in it, and then... Um, Basically, in that channel, you just discuss with the players when you can play again. Mm. It's pretty cool. I mean, it seems like it'll work, and it seems like it'll be pretty clean. And like the the premise behind the event is really interesting, and I'm a little bit sad that I'm not engaging with it. Like, if it was an in-person thing, this would be cool. But I'm playing on TTS, so I'm just like mega turbo old man. Like, oh, I clicked it like. Chris has gone through and had a couple of games with me to try and like make me not be a giant boomer, but uh, yeah, it's not it's not good to watch. I would put it that way. <laughs> um, yeah, what else have I done? Um, it's October. 
it is. painting arcs. I, I was like, I could start painting Ed's uh, Sisters Sisters of Battle. I'll finish Sean's. Um, well, I've got so many things for Sean. I could finish Sean's Cyberpunk. I could finish Sean's Legion. Rebels. Yeah, <laughs> I, all of this stuff I could do. For, nah, I'm gonna start an Orc army for October. Right. Like I said, I'm I'm totally fine with October and getting the orcs done as long as I can have nuns with guns November. <laughs> yeah, um, it's interesting. So I did the bases on the beast snaggers I was painting before I went away because I never actually got those bases finished. So I was doing those while um, just on the, the dining room table upstairs while Evie was like just snotty and not feeling well. Um, so she sat and helped me stick static brass on things and. Um, doing that and then i on the stream last sunday i did the the knob on smasher squig which i managed to get done in three hours and 59 minutes so it was um, black undercoats are finished in three hours 59 minutes i thought that was good i think it was pretty good i think i posted it it. i think you posted it in discord yeah i think so i normally do it's on my instagram i know that yeah i think i thought it looked good I really like the skin tone on it. The pictures came out really nice of the skin. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, no, that looks awesome. Available, you know. Not bad for four hours, you know, less than four hours. Not bad. I and you had mentioned something along the lines like just doing a model from start to finish. Like when I was talking about uh, painting my space marines, and I I might have to go down just get one done. Yeah, just doing one at a time because then it's done, and you get to take a picture of it and go, "Oh yeah, I really like that." Yep. Um, Yep. Yep. But because it's October and I have so many different things that counts as orcs, so one thing I thought we could do because I'm indecisive is plan the model that I'm going to paint tomorrow, which won't, which will, when you hear this, will have been two days ago. Mm-hmm. So well, we we can try and pick the model that I paint now. Well, so, what options do you have left? So I have more of the 40k orcs. So I've got like the um, I've got 30 Gretchen. Um, I've got um, the the runt herd character. Is it um, Zargip or something like that? Out of me. Um, we we guy with crazy hair. Yep. Um, I'm gonna have to look up his name now because it annoys me and I can never remember it. This is literally the only reason I bought the army was because I thought he was cool. Um, I have the squig hog riders, but they're not built yet. But I mean that that's by by I can build that. Um, I have so I've got more stuff for that army. Let's say. I have some um, Battlefleet Gothic Orc ships. Ooh. Um, I have the Cruel Boy Orcs. Zodgrod Wartsnagger. That, that, mm. That's the name of a beat. I don't know why they hate the way that I... They forced me to enunciate with the names of these <laughs> Beast Snaggers. <laughs> Wartsnagger. Um, Zodgrod. Zodgrod Wartsnagger. I think we're I think with the I think we're there Zodgrod um then what was yeah the cruel boys from the Dominion box did you get a Dominion box Sean for Age of Sigma you're muted this yeah day. I thought he did yeah I did yep I got yeah. that so I've got those orcs from that Dominion box and I'll post this the picture in um in the podcast crap I did buy this model yesterday when i was leaving work as one of the things i want to paint Ooh, the, that's a the breaker model. boss on maya brute trogger so no, i would guy. love love to see you do a big model um yeah pick that up so again that's still in the box so i'd have to build that tomorrow and then undercoat it and then paint it all right what's wrong with tonight <laughs> well well i mean if you want to do the editing there's nothing wrong with tonight 
<laughs> you just push a couple of buttons and let it run, right? Like, there's no work to that. Yeah. So I will say that, obviously, the 3080 arrived before I went to the UK. Oh, I yeah, did, yeah, yeah. I did a... What was the video? Oh, um, I did a, a painting. The, the Crate Discord, I'm running a Tale of Crate Painters for them. Uh, on the and I did a video where I made like a slideshow of talking about all the people's stuff that they did for September and it was like a 30 minute video and I think it rendered in like three and a half minutes yeah yeah this is what this is what we're talking about I don't have to sit around not using my computer why a video takes 14 hours to render that's right that's one of the benefits of those big beefy cards yeah so that felt good. Um, I, I bought this model. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, Sorry, okay. my my overhead light is dead. So oh, the yoga um, zombie. Yeah. yeah. So and it's one of the ones that comes with. It's pre-primed, of course. Yeah. The and then, then it ones. comes. Yeah. Yeah. Then it comes with the paint. Can yeah. I so give this is Sean still prime that Gabe. Uh, Gabe got a couple of those pre-prime D and D minis. And there's some type of coating that goes on top of that primer. You're supposed to up. wash. You're supposed to wash them. Mm. See, I told you're actually you did. soap and water. Soap and water, and the best soap is like a Dawn soap, yep. the Blue Dawn, because it'll get that coating that's on there off. Um, and really, you just dip it and let it dry, because that should take that. It's not a releasing agent because they wouldn't have primed it with a releasing agent on it. So I don't know what it is. No, I think it's just a thing to keep from humidity. So it's just like yeah, a sealer yeah, because you got to, these sit in warehouses and over time, the prime primer, you know, will bubble due to humidity, just like you do yeah, when you do anything. Sense. So that, that could be the only thing I could think of, but I bought yeah, that. that would have been it. Well, I bought that so that I'll watch the video and do it step by step. So it's already primed. And then, and a lot of it's like contrast colors, contrast painting. Mm-hmm. So it'll give me an idea about, that before i start doing all of my spaceman stuff yeah gabe watched uh duncan Rhodes uh how to do box walkers and he's taking that all to heart and all of his box walkers look phenomenal yeah 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 Uh, so i've not finished options yet just so uh, i I also have some um, gloom spike gits for age of sigma some of the old night goblins so there's a bunch of stuff from that range like more squigs or actual like characters um so well i'm trying I try not to torture you because like legitimately I, one of the things, the, one of the most recent models that I painted was one of my trigons and I totally forgot how much fun I had painting larger models. But there's a part of me that would love to see you paint a large model, but then I know by stating that what the amount of effort I'm asking you to put in tomorrow to get that prepared and ready to go for the stream. It has to be done at some point. It's fine. Yeah. So let's have a look. So black, brass, pale flesh, green, white, green red yeah. be all right how hard you could it be you don't have to paint it exactly as it's shown in the fo- in the picture oh, i do i can't I mean, this is one of the things i find it won't be exact but i always take my inspiration from a box art because that's why you buy the models because box art looks cool yeah so yeah, yeah if i have a vote and i'm not putting you through too much trouble that would be my vote i'd like, love to well, see you, you both have a vote they both add up to like half a vote and then i get a full yeah. one so matter i think you take the one that is the most technically challenging and do that one uh, but they it's really weird because <laughs> they all have different issues that make sense so, but yeah yep. i don't know whatever just, no matter just, what it is i have to get some black undercoats i ran out 
So mm. I ran out undercoating my table that I use because I needed, because I moved the camera again. So it now points oh. down across the table and it was like a, a crappy white plastic table. So I was undercoating my table and then lacquering it and then spraying it and lacquering it. And it's still all scratched off straight away, but it looks better than it did. Yeah, I missed this past Sunday's uh, uh, stream. We had uh, it, it was noted. It was noted. I, I, I said sorry. I, I wanted to be there. I should hopefully. So my for our anniversary, my wife and I's anniversary was this past weekend, and for our anniversary, my wife got me uh, game uh, tickets to the Steeler game this weekend. We're gonna get our asses kicked by the uh, Denver Broncos, so that'll be fun. Um, but we should be home by like five or six. Would be my thought process. And I know she's gonna be beat. I'm probably gonna be beat. So it'd be kind of nice to be able to sit down, grab a model, just one. Uh, <laughs> I think. I think I'm going to work on um, probably my overlord. I might just, I have a second overlord I want to do. I might get, break out the lich guard I could do and sit down and watch Chris Payne. There you go. That's the plan anyway. There you go. It'll be fun. I'm looking forward to doing it in the form. Yeah, the last week when you did it, I fell asleep before you started. So <laughs> it's it's the old old man and me caught up. It was just oh, a hectic not... two weeks. So I, I figure, was... uh, you know, I, I figure I'll catch you this time. I'm off Monday, so I, I was just glad that I got it done in a timely manner because I wanted to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was wondering, you know, if you were caught back up with sleep and jet lag and all that type of stuff. Um, it was well, I was. Uh, there was a chance, a very small window, where if Evie had been healthy and gone to daycare, my life might have turned around and I could have become a productive member of society. Um, because I was waking up at like 5 a.m. on like just being awake, get up, like have a shower. I'd get up at like 6 kind of thing, mm. showered, ready. But then because I've had zero time to do anything during the day, because when Evie would normally be in daycare, is the time I'd either get work done I do prep work for streaming, do editing for this, do house work, all of that. I hadn't been able to do any of that. So that meant I've had to do that at night time. And it slowly just wound me down. So I'm just like exhausted all the time now. So it's not jet lag. It's just parenting now. The jet lag was (laughs) a godsend. I was like, man, I could like get up at five, take the dogs for a nice walk, have some breakfast, get showered, be like dressed and ready to face the day before Evie's even awake. But no, wasn't meant to be. I'm oh. gonna sleep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, that's it. That's me. Well, what I might do, Ed, because I haven't actually painted any of the um, crew bars yet, I might pick one of the characters from the box and just paint that first, that just good. so I can kind of nail down the color scheme. So I'll build a couple of those tomorrow. I'll not do the hobgoblins. I'll find one so we can. Control you. Maybe this guy. Yeah. If I were going to go for the rule of cool, I would have gone for the uh, Battlefield Gothic fleet because a lot of folks probably haven't even seen those models. Oh, he's there. He's going to be cool. Yeah. So for the Gothic stuff, I plan on again. That's going to be one of my midweek stream. Like I will do them on stream. Mm -hmm. They'll definitely get done this month, and it will definitely be on stream. But I can't do everything until he goes back to Decker. Yep. So, and since she's currently ill, that's not going to happen. I understood. But she, it's one of those, she's bad in the morning when she wakes up. And then by like eight o'clock, she's be fine. But I've kind of like missed the window then. 
Yep, I understood. All right, for myself, uh, I want to get this out of the way right at the beginning because I tend to somehow manage to forget this. We have something cool we're going to start doing on Monday. Um, Lack of Focus is finally, finally going to get around to playing the Alien RPG as I'm preparing to GM Chariots of the Gods on Monday. I've read through that module like four or five times. I've looked up all these weird little intricate little rules. Even had some conversation on the Alien RPG Facebook group to which the actual writer, lead developer of the game responded to me and responded to my questions, which I thought was pretty phenomenal, to be honest. So I'm really looking forward to it. I mentioned to Chris, I'm a little bit nervous. It's been a while since I've GM'd. It's a brand new game, and I just want to make sure that everyone has a good time, has a lot of fun. I know Chad's a little wary going into it because um, he's not really a huge fan of the idea of... Uh, a, a one shot like uh, uh like i'm only going to play this character for a short period of time and then i know that character is not going to move on after this kind of thing but i'm hoping that i can kind of get him to come around um so that's gonna be it so by the time you fair listener are listening to this we would have already hopefully have played our first session and the crew of the montero will be well on their way to some horrors in space oh i can't wait i'm so excited uh beyond that, to it yeah, I really am. I think it's going to be a ton of fun. Like I, I know Chad's a little bit iffy on it, but I think once you kind of get wrapped into it and get wrapped into the nostalgia, uh, I think it'll be, it, it, or wrapped into the um, immersion into the environment, I think it'll be a ton of fun. I do have some technical questions. I think I still need to work out with Chris probably early because I don't know how we're going to be streaming slash or how we're going to be recording this because I obviously assume it's going to go up on the on the Lack of Focus page. So we'll have to figure that all out. But we're going to be doing it kind of light, like we're not doing it on Roll20 or anything like that. We're just going to do it in Discord because it's really not... The Alien RPG is very, very different from from D&D and the fact like it doesn't really require the maps it doesn't really require like figures on a board kind of thing it's really like traditional it reminds me an awful lot of what like second edition Dungeons and Dragons was like yeah where it was more roll r-o-l-e playing than rolling dice kind of playing um where you can just say okay I'm in the cargo bay okay you're in the cargo bay like I don't need to move five squares and oh there's an opportunity attack that like that stuff doesn't have to happen it's not part of the rule set it doesn't need to it's whatever narratively um tells the story better works and i kind of like that i really do maybe that's just the old man coming out of me suppose like i don't need a a heavy uh role-playing system to be able to enjoy it so i'm looking forward to that that's gonna be a ton of fun um beyond that it's been 40k all 40k all the time Ed's little 40k corner. We're getting to the point now. We've uh, creeped up to 2,000 points. Chad made a shift a couple of weeks ago, uh, kind of getting tired of having his CSM or Chaos Space Marines, for those who are unaware, um, getting their uh, their asses handed to him each and every week. So the uh, Thousand Suns Codex obviously just came out, so he decided to, to jump ship. We're really liberal on substitution of models, and I genuinely do encourage this. Uh, miniatures wargaming as a whole for the most part is a fairly uh, expensive hobby and i don't encourage people to go out and run out and buy something and what so scratch it let me if it looks cool and you like it buy it paint it and don't care how well it performs can't tell you the number of times i have fielded triguns that as badass as i thought they were going to be whenever they shifted when they were forge world only model and i found out they were coming out in plastic ed went out and bought three of them because oh god trigons and they have sucked every single edition since they have come out 
but I bought them for the rule of cool because I think they're cool and they really look cool. But legitimately, I'm okay with the idea of saying, hey, this space marine is going to stand in for my sorcerer because I don't know if I want to run sorcerers or not. Or this tank, which is basically the same size, is going to fill in for this tank here. If it's a friendly game, just like we've been doing at the game store, I'm totally okay with that and I highly encourage it because I get it. It's, it's expensive. And if you're, you know, why go out and spend the money on something that it turns out that you don't really like and you don't really enjoy um, playing on the table? So Chad, basically all of his uh, corn berserkers are serving as rubric marines. They they changed they changed uniforms when they were in the back, I suppose. Um, but it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. So we've creeped up to 2000 points in playing. Um, we still have the four. Of us. Sean. Aw, OK. Ew, come back. Here we go. Yeah. And he's back. But we creeped up to 2,000 points. We've been playing with full missions and full secondaries. We've reached that second tier. So, like, you always have that whenever you're learning a new game or learning a new edition. You have that. Fir- you have those first couple of games you're kind of struggling around. You, you have to look at the rule books for everything. But then you get past that and you're just playing the game. And then we've we've moved into this second tier where, like, we're seeing the game within the game. Where I'm changing the way that I'm building my lists and the lists that I'm fielding. And I'm building lists to cater to specific secondaries, for example, that I know that I'm going to take. And I'm fielding units that I know, like, I need a unit that can sit on an objective and hold an objective for a turn. I'm going to put my Lich Guard out there, and they're going to sit on the objective, and they're going to take all the shots that they can. They're still going to be standing at the end, so when it comes back to my turn, I score that primary objective. So that's kind of where I've gotten to at that point. Uh, I'm still trying to rope in new players. This is one of the things I'm starting to get a little bit concerned with. Um, When we go to the game store, we usually see about anywhere between four and six other people on a Tuesday night. The only thing that's really getting played there is um, 40k in some variety. Uh, We have a bunch of people playing Crusade, which I'm not going to lie. I have never read any of the rules. It's the narrative version uh, of 9th edition. Um, where you start off with a small force. I've been bit. told that that's actually a way to play. I've heard it's a lot of fun. And like legitimately, honestly, I think I'd like to give it a shot. I just need to sit down and read the rules. So they're about ready to finish up whatever campaign that they're doing. And then they're going to move into another one when that when they move into that. Because one of the other things that it does is so the, uh, legitimately, this is what ends up happening. Chad, Logan, uh, my son and I show up to the game store and we're usually playing against each other. Either I'm playing Chad or I'm playing Logan and Gabe's either playing against Chad or he's playing against Logan. It's just the four of us playing against each other. These other players are out there on the peripheral. And we have cross conversation, of course. And we're all friendly, but I never get to play any of those. So what's starting to happen is man, am I getting kind of bored playing against Death Guard. It's not that I'm <laughs> not that I'm not having not having fun playing against my son. I have a lot of fun. We have we have a lot of laughs. It's a good game. It's not that I'm not having fun playing against Chad or playing against Logan, but I want to see something else. I like uh, there there are, I don't know, 24, 25 factions in 40K, and I've seen four of them. I want to see what else is out there. I want to play against the guy that brings Grey Knights. I want to play against the person that's bringing Sisters. I want to play against the person that's bringing um what the the uh the Tau player that's sitting in there or the the eldar player like i haven't seen any of those armies on the table so even if i have to do it in that fashion of well let's do it in crusade plus i'm trying to pull other people's in this trying to try to build that community back up where i I can get more people involved so maybe i'm not scheduling a game against chad i'm scheduling it you know and i'm going to make names up because i don't need I'm going to make names up here. And so if I cross and uh, populate a name by accident, I apologize, but I want to talk, you know, schedule a game against Bill or Fred or Joe, because I've not played them yet. <laughs> so that's yeah. what my hope is. So I think we might maybe shift gears a little into the crusade thing, kind of see what it goes, see what it's like. 
not that I'm getting bored with 2000 points. I'm trying to lure them in. If I can get them in, it'll be great. Well, I, I think that's, I think that's where it's good to have the variety variety between for us as kill team and the, in the bigger game because you may not want to play a 2000 point yeah, you know, or, that, or you may want to play it different. Yeah. Well, so that's kind of the, the, the other downside. So for example, Chad and I played, so I had to pick up uh, groceries at Walmart, which is right in Latrobe whenever I was um, playing my game. And I, we walked in the door to play the game. We walked in the door at five forty-five, and I told Chad, I have a nine 30 dead stop. I have to be out of the store by nine 30 because I have to drive over to Walmart and pick up my groceries. And I think we got through like two and a half turns. 2000 points now part of that is um chad's still learning his new army so he's still looking stuff up part of it is his psychic phase takes 35 minutes on turn one <laughs> like hey they're in it because every single unit in his army has a psychic phase and my neck runs it's like psychic phase <laughs> let's move on to shooting because yeah. i don't have any psychers <laughs> like what's your is he doing thousands on He's doing thousands of so like legitimately like his psychic phase on turn one is 35 minutes long. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. But once you once he gets it down, it'll go a lot quicker. Yeah. And that's and again, it when, when he just kill the psychers quicker. Easy. Problem solved. I didn't get a chance to shoot. I haven't moved yet. <laughs> he had turn one. So literally it went movement psychic phase. That was an hour. <laughs> Like, it was crazy. Um, oddly enough, though, like, Gabe and Logan's playing their game beside us. They finished. They went, like, full five turns in the time frame it took Chad and I to do two and a half turns. So, technically, at the end of that, uh, I hadn't taken my side of turn three yet, but when I had to, was forced to pack up. But even if I had, by the end of that third turn, Chad was in the lead. I don't know how the game would have turned out if we'd have gone another two turns like we, we like we should have. I highly suspect I think Chad was well on his way to beating. For the first time, Chad was well on his way to beating. Oh, and, coincidence. Uh, well, and I that's I again, I and you know him, you know what he's like. He's like, oh, Ed's losing. Now he's got to leave. No, it's not that. I, I told you before the game started that I had to be out of here at 930. So I don't want him to feel like he got robbed of a win because I think he I, I don't want him to feel like he's never beat me, but he's never beat me. Long may I reign. <laughs> I, I've, and I've said this before. I want him to win a game like he was elated. So Gabriel's death, whenever Gabriel started playing Death Guard, Gabriel put a bullseye on his back because his army was light years ahead of what the orcs are capable of doing he can crush me every single time i play him um and he of course was stomping on chad so for like week gabriel was like impossible to beat the only person to beat him was when chad rolled out thousand suns for the first time and it was something gabe didn't know and didn't know how to fight against and Chad wiped the floor with him, like almost tabled him. So Chad was like, I don't want to say he was like skipping and doing a victory lap around the story. He didn't get that far. But like, he was skipping. And... <laughs> he was happy. I'll just put it that way. He was happy that he was able to put a field, field a competitive, play a competitive game. Because like, no, don't get me wrong. There there have been armies. What, that are you trying to say that uh, not everybody likes just sitting there getting the shit pushed in day after day? Right, exactly. Like at some point in time, you want to feel like I'm picking this up, I'm getting this game, and I'm I've been rewarded with a win. And it was good for him to do that. And he's still, like I said, that's why I don't want to take away what he did uh, on our game on Tuesday because he was going to win that game. He uh, the, he rolled enough mortal wounds that he was taking out a lot of the units that I put in there for durability. 
that they're all of them have involve saves and they don't matter whenever it's mortal wounds, mortal wounds, mortal wounds here, have some more mortal wounds. And I'm like, Oh, so like I, he was whittling me down awfully quick. So I, like I said, if I had to play that out of my head, I would have assumed, I would have thought he would have won that game. So it's, it's been nice having something a little bit different to play again. That's really about mm-hmm. it. Uh, I, I've, I've, been meaning to get around to painting stuff i've been uh, i i broke my golden rule and i actually fielded lich guard uh on tuesday that were not painted they were primed silver uh and then i fielded um i need to pick up a couple of uh chronomancers because i'm switching over from using technomancers to chronomancers so my technomancers are proxying as and i don't like that either so i've got two chronomancers on their way here because my store never has anything ever in stock ever so my goal is that uh, we're not playing this upcoming tuesday the following tuesday all of my stuff will be back up to fully paint and i'll be painting lich guard as i'm watching chris do his paint all right so that was a long one but we haven't talked in a month so blah that's what's gonna happen sometime that was a long one let's get to the main topic for the evening points Lots and lots of points to go over. And it's my understanding that the best place to find this, and I will give AMG some credit, is apparently they have their own section now to be able to find the rules documentation for X-Wing on their website. Congratulations, AMG. Finally. We did it. Only a few months late, but they did it. So if you want to get the most up-to-date and most color-coded correctly, apparently, uh, version of the rules i recommend going over to amg.com slash x-wing dash doc all right chris where do you want to begin um the fact the fact that I mean, where, where i want to start is literally just like vader and then first order but we should probably go through like rebels and all that garbage that no one really cares yeah. about filthy rebels with the shields and like not dying i know right and a lot of their stuff went down. Well, a lot of their stuff either stayed the same or went down. The only thing that seems to have come up, just going through it, 10 Numb, there's an interesting one. 10 Numb went up. Uh, so if you scroll all the way to the bottom um, for the Rebel upgrades, mm-hmm. the servo motor, S- sorry, stabilized S files for B Wing are zero now instead of two yeah. points. Yeah, so 10 Numb went up one point, which is a net reduction. Yeah, of one. So ten um you you would take the uh, spoils on him because he synergizes really well with it. If he stresses himself, he can spend the stress as a focus. So he takes a target lock action from the um the spoils, and that lets him do a barrel roll to stress. So he gets target lock focus. Um, yeah. So he's the only one who directly synergizes with like with the uh the stabilized s files with no other upgrades so he got more expensive but the s files went to zero so i and and all of the others with the exception of braylon strom all of the other um b-wing pilots all went down 48 points for hira sendula for an i6 yeah, i saw that i6 at 48 points with a free upgrade for the s files mm-hmm. yeah Good i taste. Mean, um wedge is 54 points for an i6 x-wing so you can have an i6 b-wing for 48 points just saying just tossing that out there pretty good luke skywalker dropped to 60 points too yep luke went down i mean is it a bad thing if luke's really good no no i've made it in that was oh one no, the... people are playing Luke Skywalker in an X-Wing in this game called X-Wing. Oh no. 
Um, that was one of the big counter arguments towards the 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 end of life for uh, first edition X Wing, where like the game's called X Wing and no one ever runs X Wings anymore. It yeah. all, that's where the power creep had gotten to the point in the game where you know you never saw the Tie Advanced, you barely saw Tie Fighters, and then the X Wing didn't see them. You just you didn't see the ships. The ships that brought the game into existence were no longer viable. So that's why one of the things that they changed for second edition, I really do like you can bring Luke right back, drop him down to 60 points. And all of a sudden he's like, hmm, 60 points for three fours on the table. Let's do that. I think that's the evolution of games. You know, the new cool stuff comes out and the old stuff just fades away because they weren't adjusting enough of the old stuff like they can now. You know, that's right. the that to me is the biggest thing with second edition is the fact that you can play the game of something's not in the game let's get it back in the game by either point costing it or making quality changes to it and speaking of quality changes i i I know we we talked about this on pre-show but uh the y-wings losing the gunner slot and getting stupendously Uh, cheap yes 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 yes. there was a trade-off for losing those gunner slots so So they gain missiles no no <laughs> no, that's See, not a good trade off. Th- this is because Sean hasn't been playing squadron said. If you play squadrons <laughs> and fly your Y Wing, you can take your turret or you can take your missiles because you're just a creep farmer. You're a filthy, yep. filthy creep farmer just going out shooting your missiles. So, AMG are obviously all squadron players, which Apparently. <laughs> it doesn't matter if, it, like, if they're really next wing, it's fine. They all play squadrons. So, a good play, a good people by me. Yeah, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but I just think it takes it takes that the concept of what the Y-wing was at least for the, you know, the Star Wars movie time frame, you know, the turret was an ion turret back then, you know, it was designed as an ion turret that they couldn't man because they only had 33 pilots to man 33 ships and stuck people in ships that they'd never really flown before, you know. Those types of things. So, I don't know. Yeah. Taking the gunner away just kind of... I mean, it doesn't matter. It's, you know, like I've always said, it's their game. You know, their their circus, uh, so they can do as they wish. And So, the BTL A4 Y-Wing Starfighter was the one-man version of the BTL S3 Starfighter model. That's, like, the first line in the Wikipedia entry. I get it. I get it. I mean, if they release a BTL S3... I'm up, I get the gunner swap back. Oh, the model's the BTLA four. That's what it says. They could do an upgrade, one of those upgrade packs that has the BTLS three, and then oh, so, you get your gunner swap back. Remember, so this is rolling back. To, so Ed will like this because it's first edition, so we can talk knowledgeably and feel really smart. But like the Y wing was the um, a Y wing. It was the B, the uh, BTLS three, but it didn't have that model assigned to it because it had a right. gunner swap. You got to take the BTLA4 upgrade which locked you to a front. Mm-hmm. Yep. But because in second edition they just called it the BTLA4 Y Wing, they kind of I'm not gonna say screwed themselves, but like one thing and I, I'm su- I'm surprised that you're not as on board with this and I thought you might be. Because it's all like fluffy changes. So like the S files on the B Wing are an upgrade, but they're free because B-Wings actually has have S-Foils. It's not like you can choose to not put them on. Right. It, Return right. the Jedi the, as they're coming in, you see them holding yeah. out the S-Foils. Uh, the, the wings on the models move. Yes. Like, 
it, they have stabilized S foils, so the card's free. And I, I'm on board. I like it. I don't like roll that cost into a chassis. It's fine. The the model says it's a Beach LA four Y wing. So to me, these changes are made by people who cur cur. Now, Chris, this is the second speaking moment. Uh, who cur <laughs> care? Who have a passion for Star Wars, not a passion for X wing. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, I get it. These I, are I totally Star Wars people making these changes. Like I get it. No, I'm I'm uh, the Sean, complaint. Re- there isn't a complaint in here. It's just like more disappointment than anything else. You know, yeah. just because in your def- in your defense, I think I agree with you. Like the 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 fluff that we got early on in Star Wars history stated that the thirty three pilots and the thirty three Y wing. That's the reason why there was nobody in there. I think right. they have retconned that since. Is my point? Yeah, I, I'm sure that they have. But I grew up and watched it in 1977, so... I know, I know. You get to say it to Sean now, just get off his lawn. (laughs) I I mean, that's that's my point, is my canon's a little bit different than other, you know, because my son grew up with Star Wars in the re-release of Star Wars with the edited edition in theater. So we had watched Star Wars on VHS. (laughs) Yeah, you know, we had watched the original, but it was... But his like cognizant time with it was was with the re-releases, you know, yeah. and so the changes exist for him. They don't. They shouldn't exist for me. That's how I, you know. Yeah, I understand. I mean, you know, I could be, you know, non-curmudgeon here and just say, yes, do whatever you want, you know. But there has to be some push. It's just like you know. My old ass is, you know, while you guys were talking pre-show and I'm looking at the the sheet, I'm like, why, you know, why isn't the pilot the initiative on this sheet? Yeah. So, <laughs> you I've, know, I've got a good one for you. So this is complete tangential, but I can see the mind of a game designer working as I read Dane. So go to VCX uh, 100 White Freighter because... I think only Callus didn't change. Right, Kanan got cheaper in the Ghost. Hera got cheaper in the Ghost. Chopper went down to 66 points. And then the generic went up by a point. So I can see the, yeah, mar- I can I see the brain of the tester here. It's like, well, it's the, I think that's the same thing as, because I was looking at the um, the Defender, and they're in the same boat. You can't play three. That's what the whole concept yeah, of this game it's like, is. Chopper's unique, so you can't spam him, so we can let him have a true points value of 66. Oh, wait a minute. 67 plus 67 plus 66 is 200. We can't have three YC, YC, yeah, VCX yeah. 100s. So right. the generic so got punished. <laughs> yeah. So like, Chopper's worth 66. The Lawful Rebel's worth 67. Oh, but, well, which is, the the Re- as, which yeah. is the same as Callus, which I don't, that doesn't make sense. But yeah, like, the, I'm, the not, Lawful, I'm not here to. Yeah. Not here to argue these points, you know. It's well, it's it like the it the lawful's paying the I'm a generic, so you can have two of me tax. Correct, yep. correct. <laughs> I just I find it funny just scrolling down and like, wait a minute, one of these things is not <laughs> like the others. Um, yeah. But hey, at least they caught it. Yeah, at least somebody yeah. caught that. You know, whether it be testing or in in um in the oh, design side. We all know that AMG don't test anything because they hate X Wing, so they just like would rather see it burn to a ground so we can get back to making Marvel. Games. Right, so, right. It right. must have been luck, Sean. Just 
Just that's yeah, where the dart yeah. fell on the dart. I was just that's exactly what I was just saying. The, 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 the 68 fell. point dart just happened to land there. That's my vote. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pop that balloon and we went on. <laughs> Yay. Um, Jinnah so went up a point. I'm quite happy about that. that. Yeah. Um, right, so there's a bunch of change. Like, a bunch of gunners got cheaper. Not Luke. Um, don't yeah. worry. It's fine. Not Luke. Um, because he's still that because that gunner yeah. is still broken as shit. Outrider title went down as well, so like uh, dash with yes. Outrider is eighty five points now. Yeah, so we talked about that dash. What all right at the onset of second edition, dash was a hundred point ship, which we thought was kind of crazy when we looked at it. Because like, holy cow! I mean, that's really he's down to what'd you say 73, 74, 72 points. I'm sorry. Yeah. So so here's the question. So was nobody playing dash then? No. Um, no one's playing any of the Warriors base ships, are they? Yeah, large base ships are in a bad play. I think right, Dash has been played when he's cheating, but generally, you know, like when there's been some broken, mm-hmm. like literally large base ships are only seen play when there's a broken combo. Like remember we spoke about the handbrake hand where you could like stop after seeing table state and like just right. do funky. Like, so Dash saw play when he could double tap out of the same arc. At initiative seven with like, Luke Gunner. Um, no, it was, it was yeah. Han Gunner. Let him shoot. Oh, was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Han Gunner and um, the the Hawk that let you boost his initiative to seven as well. So you you'd Han Gunner first, and then use I can't remember. It's, I, I mean, luckily I have the PDF open in front of me, as if by magic. Um, and I've. Now that I've said that all condescending like, I can't scroll. H W K would be above E. There we go. It would be after E. Rock Garnet, that's his name. It's a first edition ship, so he's got been ditched out of my brain. Yeah, so it was Dash Rock, so he double tap at initiative seven out of the same arc. So like one ship just got absolutely pummeled with eight attack dice and it wasn't fun. As someone who definitely didn't get Ben Rowe into range one by a literal Nat's cock, it wasn't fun. Um, shall we move on? Do you want to do Imperials? Alright, let's let us let us get the gushing over. Darth Vader somehow, some way in the TIE Defender went down in point. Not up, down in point. I'm still trying to understand the logic of that one because from everything that I've seen on the table and the couple of games that I've watched with him being on the table, he is so strong. So strong. In the nicest possible way, this is pandering to people who make bad choice. And I, this is pandering <laughs> to me. This is allowing me to be good, to feel, not, I almost said allowing me to be good at X-Wing. That's a lie. This is allowing me to feel like I am good at X-Wing. Like, oh man, look at that. I got to move last with perfect information with my ship that rolls maximum hits all the time with no effort required. Man, I'm so... Why don't you just get good? Like, every pilot on the chassis of the Defender either went down or stayed the same. Like, every one of them. Yeah. So does that mean we're not seeing Defenders on the table? I mean, oh, no, we're seeing one, definitely, I can assure you. I get that, but I mean... So Vader won an event at 115 points and still went down. Oh. I, said, I, I think this, as I said, I think this is done by people who love Star Wars. And mm-hmm. if you love, I mean, how long have we wanted to play with Vader and a Defender? Oh, boy. How, how, 
I mean, yeah, I, those, those conversations go all the way back to when the Defender released and why is Vader not in the Defender? Um, uh, uh, way always, back in Nova Squadron Radio days. Just three points really make a difference? Is it? Yes. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Would, it, would it make my list illegal if it wasn't, uh, you know? Uh, maybe, you know what, now that I've said that out loud, maybe not so much now because bids aren't a thing anymore. Yeah. I think maybe before the three points may have been a bit of a bigger deal well, with bids. I'm going to but... be honest. I don't think they should let me play two named Inquisitors and Vader. They shouldn't let yeah. me do that. They yeah. do. I'm like, I don't care where those points go. If you want to increase Seventh Sister and like, oh, you know, you need to increase that combination by two points somewhere so that I can't do it. I don't care how you do it, but you should stop me. Because I will. I'll just keep doing that until someone says no. Well, even if they bump a point up on one, you said your list is at what, 199? I've got one literally... point left, so yeah. Yeah, like, so they'd have to do two for two, you. Two, has, two points have to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. But and you just run... It, just until they do. Right? Yeah, yeah, you, you don't can, need you to run can, them any other way. You can have the point, Ed. I don't care. I'm going to yeah. run these naked out on principle... Because it's less cards for me to carry. That yeah. extra piece of cardboard on that one point card. Um I, yeah. I'm not dis- I'm not disagreeing with you. I have my Vader box set sitting back there. I've got one um I think I've got one or two. I'd have to go back and look of the uh, Inquisitor ties. Because way back in the day it was the Inquisitor was the one you ran. You never really ran all the generics. Yeah. I may only have one. I may have to run out and buy another one, but I like that idea. Just I've got three ships, three cards. Let's go. Yeah, it's it's good. I'm a big Fun. especially like you'll make a mistake and then you go okay well that ship's gonna evade then yeah uh, oh no i made a mistake you get to shoot fifth brother well he'll take an evade and have two force it's a good job talking stacking's hard in second edition unless you're a force user <laughs> or an entire squadron of force users oh, i felt like uh jimmy carr then you could tell i've been back in the uk like yeah uh, oh man i've got getting the mannerisms down only for Maybe. people who are watching the vod and also <laughs> know who jimmy carr is so can I can I point one weird one out that I'm still scratching my head on? Yeah, the I mean generic, you are the host; you can do what you want. Ah, that's mm-hmm. title alone. Just we're on the same page. <laughs> we're the hosts. We're a collective. Generic high interceptors went up. Were we seeing a rash of the saber squadron in the um, uh, so Nash Nash Windrider stops your generics from being removed. So there's a bunch of lists where you got a, a lot of low-level three-dice attack ships that's downside is that they just explode with a ship that let them not just explode until after they'd fired. Um, but don't you just adjust Nash and not the generics? Or you, I mean, Me, obviously yes. Uh, that is exactly what I would do. I would always... But, I mean, Nash did go up as well. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Uh, like, the, the combination Nash, of all... Yeah, Nash is a 41-point... So... Is one point less than Turfania, and he's an initiative two, I believe. Mm-hmm. But here, um, here's the thing: if you want it, so if the worry is about having all these generics, limit generics. So say, yeah, say, them. put put two dots on them, then you can run two, and you have two of that. Can type you of imagine the rage, oh, Sean? Like, I'm not talking everything. I'm talking about things that just have this insane. You wouldn't want to do it to basic Tie Fighters. Because that whole concept is still swarm, no matter how you look. Right. But what I'm talking about is where you have, because to me, a TIE fighter is literally the throwaway ship in the game. Speaking of throwaway ships, Sean, have you seen how much blue is in that TIE fighter column? (laughs) Oh, I haven't gotten there yet. So it's literally the next one down from the generic interceptors. 
Hellrunner got cheaper. Even brought my girl down. Yeah. 1% stayed the same. The generic stayed the same. And Iden Versio stayed the same. Everything else got cheaper. So all of the named ones. Nobody runs them anymore. That's why. If you you want my honest... What that tells me, and this is being completely removed from the meta competitive meta what that tells to me whenever i see a chassis like that that drops all across the board with the exception of obviously two strong pilots uh and the generics because they're not they're never going to drop i always thought i'd never see an 11 point tie fighter quote unquote in first edition uh numbers it's a 22 point it basically comes out to the same math yeah um but we're there like you really can't drop those any any lower so I mean, the, the generics are probably as low as they can possibly go. Dropping those down says to me, people aren't running Typhon. Well, not swarms and, anymore. And what this does is this actually makes hyperspace tournaments actually important. Yes. Because if you're just doing everything extended, and this is the problem that we had when 2.0 rolled out, is the whole point of redoing or doing a 2.0, in my opinion, should have been to scale the game back, start over, and reprint. Take the ships that weren't canon out of it, like the you know Hawk and things that weren't canon at the time out, mm. and then and then utilize in waves just like you did. And I understand you know that'll piss all the hefty players and all that and all the you know the 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 rock stars of X Wing off. But at the same time, you start a game from scratch, but everything's been extended, so that's why your Tie Fighters are not involved you know to me there should be two point costs on this i'll be honest with you there should be an extended point cost and a hyperspace point cost i disagree i I don't i think there should be a hyperspace points cost and an extended should die in a fire oh (laughs) i agree with you on that i'm not see i was trying to be that i was i was trying to play the (laughs) the middle ground on that one and not go to the you know just burn the whole house down but yeah the nuclear option just get rid of it but yes i agree if we went that route that would be even better because and then release in wave if you want to play games with all your toys play games with all you just like we talk about when we talk about 40k if you have all the toys if you have all the toys play with all your toys it doesn't mean you're going to be able to take them to to the tournament you know do it in hyperspace release things which will force now amg to reprint which is something that needs to happen and i know they stated it in their what was it a gen con report or whatever it was whatever thing that it was that they talked about it and then you're getting the game back you know right now the game is still first edition it just has a second edition skin with similar problems because the back of the book is very full and i'm seeing the orset ship with you know almost everything being changed in mm-hmm and a lot of the X-Wing, you know, also, you know, and that's, to me, that's where you have a problem with your game is because you're too, you're too broad, you're too vast, and you're still at the same point you were. Yeah, you don't have all the token stacking unless you're playing Force Users, Force users, which, you know, was an, which was an end of 1.0 problem. Now you just get to this problem all over again. And yes, die in a fire extended, please. Because, you know, I would rather have it where you could wave ships in, you know, new wave releases, they become just like it was in first edition when 
you went from second to second wave to third wave, you know, they released like right after store championship season started. And then you, if you were an early store championship, you didn't get to use them. If you were a later one, you got to use them. And if you were at that borderline, it was up to the TO because it had to be fair if everybody had access to them. Mm. Right now, though, I mean, I can go out and, you know, I, I can go out and buy, I can go out and buy Darth Vader and put now, whether you play it well or not, it's a whole different story, but I can go out and buy Darth Vader and literally compete in tournaments because of what they've done, you know, instead of having it waved out, you know, and now TIE fighters, you know, you might have somebody throw it, but now you're never going to need to because you don't need to worry about scrub points anymore. You know, you don't need scrub points. Now you're going to go with aces. You're going to go, you're going to go with these high point ships now because the game's built that, <laughs> you know, the aces and the better ships. Sorry, that's my my two cents based upon Chris's nuclear options. So, <laughs> and I, have, I'm I agree. anything else we want to cover over? I saw that uh, Palpatine went up a little, Sloan went up a little. I like so I'm just playing around on squad building now, but like just go going old school, doing Vader in the advance with Ooh. afterburners and then shattering shot uh, for seventy six points. But now you can fit. Um, Inferno Squadron with him, so Iden, Cien, Cena Marana, Gideon, and Del all in there, and obviously Marksmanship on Cien for to activate her ability. Give the old Ace uh, Mini Swarm kind of build again. Yeah, I just thought I like the Inferno Squadron. It's nice, you know. Yeah. So yeah, that, that all fits now. Um, and you've got like points left. I mean, I don't know. I I'm struggling to spend all my points at the moment, so it's. Sad times. I don't know. I can't right, quite. Well, I can't fit malice on there. Uh, you want to go to scum now, Chris? Oh man, scum and all villainy. Uh, cutthroat all, went up. I'm I'm massively happy that cutthroat went up. All the um, IG88. Wow. Yeah. All of that's in. Oh man, when they're, that was a they're probably not in use. You know, I mean, yep. great first edition ship, and I I personally number one. What can you run? Yeah, you can run three. So you can, I don't know if you'd want to, but you can absolutely run through because the, the lowest point one is D and uh, B respectively, both in the same point cost 61. You could run those two plus another robot. If you want to, you could run three. That's yeah. actually kind of scary. Now that I'm thinking about it, because that leaves you with a, you had 180, let's say you're in the, let's say we ran uh, uh, CB, uh, CBD that you're at 184 points. That still leaves you 16 points left over for upgrades. That's hmm. Yeah, yeah. kind of scary, actually. Um, yeah, there's but, no red. One red, sorry. There's one red in all of Scum. Um, Bubba Fett got cheaper. <laughs> uh, it, it, I don't know why. He, uh, it's still got some upgrade slots left. Uh, so like half a mile of them? Well, it doesn't have a crew slot anymore. Um, what else? Missile. So they've got crew. Yes, yeah, so he swapped a crew slot for a, a second modification slot. So he's got two mod slots now. Yeah. You can't run more on Bubba Fett. Big sad. Ooh. <laughs> I think that's probably an old change. I think that was already, but he got cheaper. Um, yeah, but cartel space went up. I don't like that, but whatever. Generic. That's why. Yeah. I'm starting to, they're, they're starting generics. to pick. Yeah, exactly. It's the it's the generic. The last episode where we talked about the importance of generic pilots and why they're important to the game. Yeah, they're they're paying the tax now for running a generic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blacks and assassins. Same thing for the uh, the Star Viper went up. Yeah. Um, Gurry went down, but no more yeah. sensor swap. 
So you can't run advanced sensors Gurry anymore, but you gain attack swap. Now that's interesting. The one that I've I've not tried it yet, because obviously I've played like one fucking game since it got back, but Gurry with primed thrusters seems like she would be really good fun. Different to how she used to work, but she feel like prime thrusters is letting her do swoops and and her weird barrel barrel rolls just saying like just feels fun and her being cheaper like doesn't hurt yeah especially because like guri can carry her stress really easily because her ability just gives her a focus token it's not perform a focus action it just gives her the- yeah so she can stay stressed and just still get modded shots so yeah, Prime Thrusters but Guri with Virago seems like it could be good fun. Yeah, a lot of their stuff for the most part. Like, you get into some of their upgrades, their upgrades, but Jabba went up to 11 points. That hmm, that makes sense. Um, let's have a look. Um, what am I looking for? There we go. That, um, it was, sorry, just talking through everything. Um, so Jabba had been doing funky stuff with false transponder codes, which also went up, I believe. That's in the generic. Stuff. To, yeah, and then overtuned modulators. Java does interesting things with overtuned modulators. Um, so, overtuned modulators. I'll just read you the card. You know, um, they have one charge during the system phase. If you are not stressed, you may spend one of the charge. Spend what your charge. Your one. Ah, ah, speaking's hard. You may spend <laughs> one charge and gain three calculate tokens. Then. During the end phase, if your charge is inactive, for each green token you remove, you gain a strain token. So you spend your charge, gain three calculates. If you don't spend those calculates, you take three strain when you take them off. The mm. thing that the other thing that happens during the end phase is Jabba says, Oh, would you like a charge on overtrude modulators? True, alright, I'd love one. Which means your charge is active when those tokens are removed. So you don't, there's no downside to the card. At all. So, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah that makes sense. It It's definitely punishing specific interactions, which I think I'm on board with. But so do I. That's kind, that's kind of what you want to do. Instead of pointing out a particular pilot or a particular uh, upgrade into unusability, you yeah. take that specific combination and make it uh, a little bit more tax to do. Yeah. Uh, Overture Modulator is three points. Java being seven or eleven, I can't remember. Eleven, you went up to yeah. eleven. Uh, well, still, I think. I mean, I'm sure I can still build a list that uses the shit out of this combo. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I'm going to do it right now because Bubba Fett still has an illicit swap. Sure does. I mean, it'd be a real ch- shame if he was probably the best pilot to actually abuse it anyway. Um, Eighty-eight points. Okay, seems good. And then we'll get a party bus. Everyone loves party buses, right? Heck yeah. Uh, so boss, because why wouldn't you? And then Jawa. Okay, I've still got 41 points left. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure I could take other upgrades if you need me to, but like, why would uh, I Greedo, need to? I mean, I've got boss, I need Greedo. The binary, am I an upgrade or a downgrade card? Watch your initiative and I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, 40, what can I get for 40 points? Um, I think. Where's it gone? There it is. That one. Do do do. Best radio show in the world. You're gonna you're gonna truncate all the silence anyway. Yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I don't like the listener. I don't mean that. Um. Yeah. Well, you've got forty points left. You know. Do what you want, man. Live your best life. I don't know. 
I mean, we can scroll through scum at stuff that's good and less than 40 points. Uh, yeah, there's there's plenty. Yeah, you, you, I mean, you could take Captain Sevar if you want to just randomly jam stuff. Um, you can still take um, one of the M3As if you want a cheap torpedo carrier. Uh, if you want three dice attacks, you can fit Curax. Yeah, there, there is a bunch of stuff you can do. I mean, they let you take Torkil Mucks and just say that they're Initiative Zero. Anyone who would, would shoot before boss, just make them Initiative Zero. Just say no. Just say no. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm done talking about Scum. <laughs> scum is always yeah, hard it. because there's too many. It's too many. The combos and the slots that they have, it's it's really difficult without like, spending real time. Well, then let's get into another fun one, the Resistance. The, the big one for Resistance um transports went up but got like a bunch uh, an extra cannon slot they can take sync cannons now um i did synchronize cannon generics oh no so um auto blasters went up heavy laser cannons came down Uh, oh yeah sync cannons went up okay i knew it was something so yeah you can take them they just cost a lot yes so it is, of course, important to note in the resistance you got all of the um, BTA NR2 Y-Wing points are official. They are so, now in here. I don't know if this rant has been on the show or if it's my in-person rant. But I think I might have said it on the show, but like, I don't like how this brand new resistance... Uh, so New Republic Patrol Y-Wing is the one that doesn't have any armor plating on it, and it's just a stripped-down, shitty version, because uh, the <laughs> Rebels took the armor plates off. Uh, surely, if you were going to design a new upgraded model, you'd design one that either didn't have, like, support struts from in the cells. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, I mean, the model looks cool, but this is my get-off-my-lawn moment, and you can't take it away <laughs> from me. Um, but, yeah, I... So I played against them. The um, so the list I played against had dorsal turret and engine upgrade, and it was really weird because he just kept boosting and taking a calculate. So he was in places I wasn't expecting him to be, and because he's boosting off an upgrade card, he gets a free calculate. Um, so yeah, that was frustrating, but I still won because he had beta, so whatever. Um, Can't help but notice that Poe in all of the T seventies. Most of them, anyway, went down as well. Yeah. Resistance Commander Paul. So here's the two actions every other turn. Mm-hmm. At 55. That's really that's good. Almost, Trigger Happy Flyboy is still better, but it, it's almost, it's very close to be me wanting to take the cheaper one now. Like, I would still, if I'm taking Paul, I'm still putting Trigger Happy Flyboy in first. And then if you if I get to the end, I'll downgrade. But that's very close to him being the the starting point for the list. Yeah. It's a little hard to argue at that point, first. He's one more point than the naked wedge. And fair enough, Wedge's ability is decent, but this guy has got the better action bar, the better um layout for the hole and shields, uh, the better dial. And it's still uh, it's still push for limits every other turn. Mm-hmm. Oh, a lot of hate um, on the resistance transport. Pretty much all of them went up. Yeah, because it got the extra cannon slot. I think it must have opened up something. Um, but I, but I personally, I'm not seeing. But whatever. <laughs> Maybe I'm just bad at the game. It's fine. Uh, Thirty. How many points is a, a 
B-Wing. It's a basically B-Wings, is it? Oh, of course I closed that tab. Let me go look. I've got it. You're thinking like it. Your, your baseline blue lines, uh, blue squad 41. 41. And the uh, baseline here is 34. So you're still seven points cheaper with one less attack dice, but you've got the cannon swaps now. So you put on... So if you take the sink cannon... <laughs> the sink cannon is seven points. So if you put sink cannon on it, you are a B-Wing. Agreed. Right, yeah. So I suppose that's why they put it where it is. You're a B-Wing that can coordinate. I don't know. Whatever. I probably would have left them a bit cheaper because, yeah, I don't. Do you think, what, 40 points is five ships? Is that right? Yeah, a break point would have been five you could fit. So you, that's prob- is it bad? I don't know. That This is one of those, let's play three defenders games again. I'd have to test it. <laughs> test it and find out. Yeah. Um, do you want to move on to your boys in the first order? I do. I have. They're whopping three pages of points. Two and a half, really. I mean, the, you get to see sad panda face, Chris, here. Epsilon <laughs> Squadron Cadet, 26 points. What? Just, just sad. I can't run eight FOs anymore. Aww. Uh, Again, but that's that's more the generic hate right there. Like even the Omega Squadron's got the Omega, the Zeta, I'm and just, the Epsilon. I'm just sad. Like it wasn't hurting anybody. It wasn't. Uh, um, but yeah, whatever. But Midnight, Malorus, Static, Longshot all came down. So they mm-hmm. kind of like pushed the middle. Like 35 points for Midnight. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, Von Reg came down. Um, only one point more in Hollow now. Fifty-four points for Major Von Reg. Mm-hmm. How many? How many points would Suntia fell? Coming back to tabs, I closed. So Von Reg is still one point more than Suntia fell. That's okay. That's okay. Um, the bombers. I don't. I've not. I've not even thought about the bombers yet. So I've got no idea. Um, Saw those at the store. Those are those are really right. nice so, models. Yeah. Did I hear it correct that they're still on small bases? Are we back to the? Oh, they're all small bases. Yeah. So the thing's gigantic for a small bit. It's because the wings fold out. If it, yeah, like the top, maybe. Uh, the, I think, I've not put them side by side because I've literally, I've only brought a box on last night and I've not opened it yet. So I've not put it side by side with a tie bomber. But I think my gut tells me that they're the same size. It's just the wings are folding out. I could be completely wrong and it might be like a couple of mil wider anyway but they they and maybe you're right with the wings folded out they folded in they to me they look like they were awfully big to be yeah. sitting on a small base ship because someone asked me legitimately i walked into the store they said oh well what size base do you think i'm like oh those got to be mediums right nope <laughs> those are small base ships really so then you're getting into the the fat kylo issues again i don't know i think it's fine i don't know a kylo went up fat kylo yeah. I just mentioned I mean, that I'm happy about that. 77 points for Kylo and a silencer, just making more expensive. Right. Yeah, Were you though? Good job. Like, uh, so my pro- my problem with this, we remember we talked a couple of shows back where we talked about all the cool fancy upgrades that these other factions were getting, and First Order didn't get anything. Pretty much, Kylo's the only thing they've got going for. Yeah, but uh, I think my point then was that you can't take anything else because he's such good value. And it, mm-hmm. like, just because he's the only good thing doesn't mean he isn't undercosted. I don't know. Like, everything, I... if everything else is overcosted and he's undercosted, you know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah, I guess we'll see. How you, I didn't see what the point his points were before. What did he I think go? It was Seventy. For? It's only a point. I think it was seventy-six. Point. All right. Well, that's not so bad. Yeah. Um, it just feels like it. it like, feels like kicking the nuts of those poor like, like first order players. Everything else. I mean, so I made I I made a list using New Kylo. Um, I need to open it now. Where do I want to go? Interceptor. He's at sixty three. That's yeah. not a bad start. Yeah, I know. Uh, fine. Um, so, Kylo Ren in the Whisper, brilliant evasion, elusive, prime thrusters, and then and obviously jamming sweeps. It's free. So, like seventy six points, still cheaper than taking the normal naked one. Fat, yeah. Naked Kylo. But then I've got four Omega Squadrons, tie FOs with fanatical. It's fanatical came down to one point, um, and automated targeting priority. So. The way it works in my head, which is not the way it would work on the table because I'm terrible, is the this blob just flies and points at something, and then Kylo sneaks up and goes, "Hey, would you like this jamming token? Just, <laughs> just hold this for me while my boys shoot you." Yeah, please. Yeah, and then if they shoot at Kylo. You go, "Well, I've got you've got a jam token, so you know I'm three agility now, and I've got elusive and brilliant evasion. And if you do hurt me, I'm just going to run away." I'll turn my turret to Aria and keep running. It's fine. Yep. But yeah, that, this is what I'm going to try, Kylo, with. I don't know if Fanatical and Automated will sync up well enough, but I couldn't fit in, um, what's the old one? Like my five-point tech where you change advanced optics, where you change a blank to a focus, uh, a blank to a hit with a focus token. That used to be a good Fanatical combo, but Fanatical was always two points, so it was just sickeningly expensive um yeah that's it i mean there's a bunch of stuff i'm excited to try here uh, i want to i've not looked at the bombers yet but i definitely want to get some games in with them see what you can do uh, they just seem like we're going to be fun to fly i think there's a bunch of stuff you can do just to mess with people system phase <laughs> boosting to bump people who were who moved before you like Oh, it's that you've got your ace. Yeah, well, I'm going to take Daredevil on my ship that can boost, um, so I can just mess with you. Um, do the the Zai class shuttle pretty much got cheaper across the board. Um, first order curry is now thirty five points, so almost. I mean, I was running it before um, and struggling, so that's nice um, just to to have a little bit of extra points to play with, and obviously hopefully at some point not having to spend points on the bid um fanatical came down dritanium power cells came down so a bit of regen yeah. got cheaper uh the only time i think that regen got cheaper i think it got more for help maybe um that'd be an eric wouldn't it oh no it stayed the same regen for first order got cheaper thank you yay um republic okay. do you want to hear what this is one where people get salty we can just jump straight in sure so the Ada 2 Actis lost its cannon swap. Uh, no. Yeah. It, so it's a new ship. It made one point cycle, I believe, before it just went, nah, you're not having that. Yeah. Because, no, we're not doing that. So what people were doing is you put auto blasters on it and then oh. Republic have a droid which lets you change a hit to a crit three times a game. So auto blasters being out of arc, any crits can't be blocked by evade dice. So it was just auto damage that yep. you like, and then obviously um, Anakin um, could take Malice, which is another way of generating crits. So on this release, there would have been two different Adas with auto, auto blasters 
who could guarantee crits without even having to use marksmanship and just auto damage that you couldn't like an uninteractive game so yep what but, else do we have in the republic well, well anakin's 51 points yeah soon to your fell is 53 points yeah anakin's 51 points yep like yeah well, okay it's only two dice out the front three dice if you're in bullseye but i do have the force you do three of them so soon to you fell like if he gets win bullseye he gets a focus token i just have three calculates all the time <laughs> all the time all the if time. i get you in bullseye my i get a three dice attack the same as soon to you fell so if if you want to compare fell having the token you have to give me three dice attack yep. if that makes sense it does well, and keeping in mind, like, so everything across the board for Aether Sprites went down. Like, so I know, I know you're talking about the other ship. I know. Um, yeah. But like Anakin and even in the Aether Sprite went down to 59. Obi-Wan yeah. went down. Mace, Ponclune, like the whole suite. Hell, even the generic Jedi went down against the green with all the other generic hate that we're seeing. Um, and then, of course, that, I mean, got- that's a really weird one for me. Because so if we, so we have to scroll all the way down now for um the configurations mm-hmm. but all of them went up yeah, yeah so the kinda... Aether sprites got cheaper but the whereas in the configurations which are built into every ship went to zero so this is like they want there to be three versions of the Aether sprite compared That's... if you so if you think about it the if you take the configuration for the b-wing to zero it's because you only want it to be one B-Wing, and that's a B-Wing that has the configuration, because mm-hmm. there's no point not. So the logical conclusion to that would be, for the Aether Sprite, Calibrated is the cheaper of them. So you'd make Calibrated zero and or increase the cost of every Aether Sprite by the amount that Calibrated was, and then reduce the points of 7B to match, mm-hmm. because yeah, you want to upgrade sense. from Calibrated to 7B if that's the train of thought you're using that they did with B-Wings. But because they haven't done that, they've kind of broken it out. You know what I mean? So it's interesting that I think I might have said about a design philosophy earlier, but it's obviously not. It's kind of like fitting it to each individual ship. Mm. So, I mean, I don't know that I've ever seen a naked Aether Sprite that wasn't trying to be janky in some way. So I don't know if this is correct or not if that makes sense you know i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing it's the only one that feels weird because like again so like you were talking about calibrated calibrated on an i6 for example seven points the delta 7b on an i6 is 24 yeah like like that to me screams you don't want to do that i don't want you to do this i recognize it's a card in the game but i mean 24 did you say Four points. So that's sixty-three, eighty-three points for Anakin. Yeah. I mean, how that is for oh man, how many points? I mean, I suppose a better a better way of doing this might be looking at Obi Wan. How many points is seven B uh, on an I five? So on an I five, it is going to come out to twenty points. So, so that would put that makes Obi Wan at sixty-seven. How many points is a loop? Didn't we just cover his? Yeah, he went down to sixty. He's 60, 60. So Obi Wan's got because I think like a seven B is basically an X wing. It's better because its chassis ability is better. 
um, than uh, S-Files. Luke's ability is really good. Obi-Wan's is okay. Um, I mean, sorry, that's a lie. Obi-Wan's is really good as well. But it's very different. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know that it's a you shouldn't do that. I think eighty three points for Anakin seven B is workable. Yeah. I, I mean, mean I'm so- paying hundred and twelve points for Vader. I think Anakin in seven B is probably you know, I can probably yeah. make that work. I'd I guess I'd argue that Vader's chassis is much better. I, I would argue that why aren't I taking the fifty one point version of Anakin? instead of the 83-point version of Anakin. Yeah. But, you know, hey, I mean, you could take the 50-point version of Anakin in the Y-Wing, slap a torpedo Ooh. on it, and call it done. <laughs> you could. 62 points for Proton Anakin? All right. Look, if you don't kill me, I'm going to reload these and do that to you again. Yep. But, hell, you could do, what is it, 50 five points if you do um i i I mean i'm literally just making this up right now on the go because i hadn't actually thought about this but anakin with nothing other than um what is the torpedo advanced broton five yeah 55 points if you don't kill me i'm gonna reload my advanced protons and have a target lock three four shot on you again yep you're muted sean i think you're talking no i'm just shaking my head okay like it's that it's a great podcast gold you know for the for the fans to not see so yeah <laughs> but i yeah obviously you can do a lot more with a eight two anakin or even like an for sprite anakin 55 points for like i'm gonna roll five dice at you and if you don't stop me i'm gonna do it again like, you have to don't you, you have to try uh, and then uh, yeah it's only eight health but you can't crit or it's really hard to crit it because it's the Republic Y-Wing, mm-hmm. and then it just flies away. Just run off. It's fine. You're going to do Don't worry about it. It's, I don't know. I, it, that's almost cheap enough that I would seriously consider it. Food for thought. I mean, you're giving up, what, 28 points? It's, yeah, so remember the other aspect of this as well is that you know I'm going to need a... You, if you know I'm going to need a bid, you just right. bully people with this guy. It's right. not an ace anymore. This is like the wedge. Oh, like we're talking about Vader just bullying people. This is what this does. You just fly it into an area, lock, like establish your lock early, and then that ship can never go anywhere where you could land at range one of it. Yes. Because. You'll be dead. <laughs> yep. You'll be dead. <laughs> uh, separatists. Um, Boy, Jang- they got Django st- and Zam went up. Hmm, I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> Can't imagine why. 84 and 80, or I'm sorry, 80 points and 84 respectively, taking it up to 164 to run those two points. Yeah, I don't know how big the jump was between those two, but my guess was that it was fairly significant considering all the, the bitching that I saw on Facebook. Yeah. Um, so the thing before you talk about Oliver Red, you have to talk about landing struts and what okay. we just spoke about. So grappling struts, landing struts, reports to stabilizers, all of those configs went to zero. Right. Like, so, repulsor I mean, stabilizers were a three point card and they went to zero. So, yep. this is a uh, no, you're supposed to take this. This wasn't but, supposed yeah, really. to be a choice. These ships have this stuff, do it, it's fun. So, um, Dooku but, also 14 or up to 14. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Do, so, you, you got the auto, you got the auto correct for all of that. That makes sense. The bombers all went up. Yeah. For those reasons. Um, the yeah, the, all went up the gunships reasons. went up. The bombers went up. The vultures went up. The interesting one for vultures 
is separatist drones. So the initiative three ones came down to 21 and the Trade Federation drones went up to 21. So you now have the initiative one or initiative three are the same points. Yep, which makes... The only thing I still find weird, and maybe, again, that's my first edition brain still kicking in, it still feels weird to me that a lower, that a higher initiative pilot is the same or even less points than the generic below it. That's so bizarre. So the easiest way to do this is using your first edition brain, which defender was better? The initiative one, so with pilot skill one, or pilot skill four or five or whatever it was. Well, one was, because it would move first. So you right. got to do your K turn. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You so, were positionally better. Yeah. So what's better, initiative one or initiative three? Or I mean, does it depend? So you could argue yeah. they're, they're both equally valuable depending on the game state. Ooh. So them being yeah. the same cost. So I, I think that's fucking genius. Yeah. Well, it gives you two options, two two play styles. It does. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, Zam went up to 11 from like four, which, yeah good <laughs> i don't care if a card's good or not there's too many words so i'm not reading that um yeah and then generic upgrades auto blaster went up um i think that's just people hating generics like once mm-hmm. you took the um the cannon off the ada i don't know that auto blaster had anything wrong but whatever do what you yeah. want man we already um, talked about sync hands a few times at this juncture sensitive controls went to zero um that's probably good because it feels like a downgrade to me. Um, independent calculations went to zero for separatists as well. Oh, um, see, I just yeah. sense go. went up. Extreme maneuvers went up. They they listened to the show. Mm-hmm. They did. They, it's okay. I can. St- everyone is panicking. I can st- because uh, Von Reg went down. I can still fit extreme maneuvers on Kyle. It's okay. Don't okay. don't panic. It's, it's fine. They they tried, but you know, no one can stop me. It's fine. <laughs> um, multi missile pods got cheaper. Um cloaking device got cheaper too. Yeah. Um thermal detonators got um two point increase. Ion bombs went up. Advanced sensors went to base size. Yeah. Thirteen points for a small base ship. Um eleven for a medium, nine for a large. So That's interesting. It's good. It's so it's what well, I think it was nine last time, but I think it had been ten points forever, basically. Um, but that means it's a little bit cheaper for what you're up so on, or you want it because you're going to do the stop kind of thing. Right. Uh, Elusive got cheaper. I'm sure that won't um won't do too much. Duke got cheaper. Saturation Salvo got cheaper. Um, I'm not even going to talk about Tiffan Bellerun. Do yeah, okay, got you. <laughs> it's a card. It's cheap. Still don't. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff in there. Um, but it's really interesting to see stuff happening that I don't think would have happened under FFG. I, so, I, all right. It's, I, I agree with the statement, but expand upon it. Like, why would you think that FFG wouldn't have done it where AMG feels the freedom to do it? So I do? remember a conversation with Alex Davey in 2015 talking about the value of the conversation I just had with you about the initiatives on a defender saying how interesting it would be that realistically the the initiative one defender is more valuable than the higher initiative generic because it's guaranteed guaranteed to clear its mm-hmm. k turn it's better for blocking right. it can do all of this other stuff yeah so it's i think my word into him obviously it was like six years ago now it was almost it's a shame that there isn't like the scope 
for the like the initiative one is better so it should cost more than initiative three or whatever um and then suddenly it goes to amg and then that kind of stuff happens straight away yeah but i also think amg is more i think their mental capacity is more towards miniatures than fantasy flights ever was yeah Uh, yeah, a lot of it feels like it's, it's really weird to say but it feels like a miniatures gamer not a board game or a card game well okay so look at wheelhouse well and you look at the way that ffg did changes in first edition they didn't do anything other than oh we'll throw a card in that you know allows you the two epts on the a-wings and you know all of those types of things where these guys are fixing it both in points and making changes yeah yes like but like they're literally like you looked at the miniature, but well, B wings have got moving wings, so they they should have stabilized S foils. I don't right. cur- I don't care. It's an upgrade over it. Not if you want to make the mistake and not take it, that's up to you. But right. they should have it. And like remember, stabilized S foils do not come in the B wing pack. Ooh, yeah, right. I forgot about that. They come in the the literal card pack. So if you want to buy Gina Moonsong, the only way to get that B wing pilot is the the um the, you remember it's not the squadron pack but like a little pack of just cards for different oh. pilots mm-hmm. it comes in that and it comes in the rebel squadron pack that has the orange viewing in it um see and, and i will say this chris is it'll be interesting to see when amg stuff comes out that they have designed i'm really interested to see that side of this game and what the game looks like from amg point of view and not the you know the end of ffg and the you know one year in the in the canon ffg has right now because i'm i'm interested to see how these ships look not these ships but anything new that comes out from amg i the i think it's really really ballsy to make these kind of changes because i Taking the gunner sort off a of Y-Wing is a huge deal. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. people like veteran turret gunner Y-Wings, you know. Double tapping Y-Wings have been a thing a few times in second edition. Um, like taking the struts and like you and we both know, or we all know, the grappling struts on a droid swarm. Like, oh well, I, I want the, the cost of discards went up, so I can't fit it in anymore. Well, I'll drop a I'll drop a strut here. Yeah, just this one guy yeah. that'll make up all. So the this things. one vulture can't go on a rock anymore. All my other ones can, but my list hasn't changed apart from that. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's just fucking bullshit, then, isn't it? The, yes. That that means that discards didn't go up. If I can just drop one, drop one, drop one. I I, I if you're flying seven vultures, the points have to go up by seven lots of struts before I've made an impact on the list effectively. Right. Whereas in by just saying, nah, struts are zero, get wrecked. You've already paid for them to take them or not. That means that any change you do make to something like discard missiles or um, treacherous, whatever your separatist card is, Zam, the fact that Zam went up, Zam crew went up by like seven points means that you mm-hmm. can't just drop two lots of repulsor stabilizers off your gunships to make room. You've got to actually rejig the entire listener. So. I think that it's. I think it's a good thing that might be because I haven't found something that's massively screwed me over yet. 
My Vader legs um, work so fine, so I mean, we're good. I'm sure if I wasn't flying Vader and I was flying my eight FOs, I would be a lot more sad. But like, and it, like, it leads me to believe that changes like that aren't done for game balance; they're done for game health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we all know that eight FOs isn't rocking anyone's world. But if you tell me that you know what, we just don't want to see it because it's not fun. Then okay, I can get on board that train. I mean. I might have found it fun, but it doesn't mean the seven people who had to suffer through a system open playing against it, you know, <laughs> right. enjoy it. So, yeah, yeah that, that's me. I don't know. I've got not much else to give on this because it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. Others well, have already torn this apart too. And And it will actually be interesting to see what these changes do to the game in the, you know, tournaments that are up and coming online. Yeah. I assume all of these point changes went into effect prior to the TTS tournament. You're going to be jumping. Oh yeah. So be, they went live be... like when I left for the UK or whatever. Yeah. Like, it was pretty, if we'd have recorded when we should have recorded, we would like, if I'd have been we here, we probably would have been recording that weekend kind of thing. Yep. But, right. Hey ho, it is what it is. Yep. Um, One thing before we call this is a different topic not on the points but obviously we were talking about it in discord so it would be rude of me to not mention it after them asking about it there's been a bunch of negativity about like random stuff so obviously amg as we said put all of this stuff on the website and they did an update to rules reference guide which is effectively porting over a bunch of the wording from the miniatures game rules about converting stuff so i missed this yeah it's okay i'm gonna give you the cliff notes and you're gonna wonder why people are even how this came about as drama if you go to the ffg page to find all of the rules for the game you've got to get the rules reference guide the tournament regulations Mm -hmm. and i think like the the converting ships was in the floor rules or a tournament you know what i mean yeah so all they did is they took the effectively the crisis protocol rules for converting your miniatures and put it into x-wing and change crisis i don't know x-men into x-wings i don't fucking know whatever um but effectively it says um players may customize the ships but um it should follow the following guidelines and then there's bullet points and one of the guidelines is that you can't um infringe on other people's intellectual property so interesting People are like, well, I painted my my ships to be um, Star Trek. Can't do that. So what does that actually mean? Nothing. Nothing. That that means that AMG legally said, don't do this, guys. Because so in my in my head, everyone steals ideas from everyone and just try. Whoever has the best legal team wins. That's how the world (laughs) works. Thanks, America. Yeah, but you know, okay. So, really quick, I'm going to throw this out there. So, somebody's somebody painted Ninja Turtles, we'll say, you know, on a YT thirteen hundred. That's not a Ninja Turtle. That's my sword fighting shell guy. You know, I mean, it's it's ridiculous that the only time it's intellectual property is if you call it something at that point. Yeah, and that's it's like yeah, don't put the logo of something on your shit. Oh, exactly. You know what I mean. Like, whatever, yeah. it's fine. But then there's a bunch of... I'm going to... I'll scroll up to find the actual 
um, wording, so I'm not. Which document is this? Uh, this yeah. is in the. It's a last page of a rules reference guide. It's like page forty-four of a rules reference guide. So, so really quick, is this AMG or FF? AMG. So okay. it says miniatures. Each player must have a miniature for each ship in their squad. Players are allowed to customize miniatures as they like, but must follow these guidelines. A minute. So bullet point number one. The miniature must be made from a majority of miniature parts from the Star Wars X-Wing miniatures line. So okay, that's so, uh, that's standard across miniatures gaming. Games Workshop yeah. tells you that you must use a majority of parts from Games Workshop miniatures. Mm-hmm. Like It's just normal. Means I can't um, go out and get the uh, Micro Machine X-Wing and use yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, the miniature has to be easily identifiable as the ship it re- represents. That means then, it's not a potato that I put on a stick. Yeah. That's my expert. Players may not customize a miniature in such a way that any part of a miniature represents the intellectual property or of any party except Lucasfilm, including copyrighted logos, symbols, iconic elements, and other iconography. So I can't put my Babylon 5 uh, decals but, or my 40k decals on. So remember... Uh, Babylon, But it's not Babylon 5. I mean, exactly. if you put the decals on, yes, but... You know, all you have to be is smarter than you know yeah, the average it, bearer to it, do. It's that. not in, uh, uh, this is ir- irrelevant. This is a company legally having to tell people because I've just told you you can do whatever you want. So if you infringe on their copyright and get yep. sued, you can say, "Well, AMG said to me I can do whatever I want, so you shouldn't be suing me." You should be suing AMG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but right? that's but that's yeah. No, but yeah, yeah. That, Remember, this is the litigation culture that the world exists in. If if the rules of this game, which we just said, each player uh, are allowed to customize the miniatures as they like. So I am going to make a fascist empire ship with a Hitler tattoo and then put the Coca-Cola logo on it. So when Coca-Cola come over and say, I don't really like the fact that you're associating Coca-Cola with the Nazis, so um, could you uh, get rid of that? Nope. Okay, well, we're going to sue you. You shouldn't be suing me because AMG told me I could do whatever I like. So now, literally, you can't say that. that, that's That's what this is for. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah, no, I get it. But if you're... So, so, okay. Hold on. Before, Ed, I I hate to do this because I got this thought. What are people bitching about? Yeah. So, what, so get into this. Yeah. What's what's the complaint? So the the complaint actually is the the next bullet point is the same bullet point again. So it's a copy paste error. So that's what that's why people are bitching about this because there's an error and it just happens to be that. But uh, as you go down, it just becomes more and more reasonable. But people's arguments become less and less reasonable. So I want to just brush past that one because I think my explanation of that should prove reasonable to most people. Yeah, I agree. They, they, AMD literally don't care, but legally they have to. So, you know, what are you going to do? And um, the size or pose of a customized miniature cannot interfere with gameplay. So, you know, don't make it spiky. Don't make yep. it stupidly large. I don't know. Um, miniatures must always be attached to a Star Wars X-Wing miniature base or a modeled base that is appropriate to a size and shape of original miniature. Do you want to know out of that, you're as a 40k player, Ed, I feel like you would have the same complaint about this bullet point that I would, which isn't the complaint that people are having. So this says that it can be on a, it must be on an X, an official Star Wars X-wing base, or you can model a base that is the appropriate size and shape of the original miniature. 
So the complaint isn't that you're going to trust me to sculpt my own base that definitely matches. Yeah, the, the, exactly. Yeah, that's not the complaint. People are fine with that. People are fine that I could green stuff my own base for my X-Wing ship. The complaint okay. is that people are trying to say that because it says miniatures must be attached, must always be attached to it, that this is during gameplay, so that if there's going to be a collision, I can't, I'm not allowed to take it off the base anymore. But, but no. No, this is saying that if you make a miniature, it's got to fit on a base. Yeah, that's not what it's saying. Yeah, yeah this isn't saying that when you're trying to fly your decimator into someone's falcon, that you're not allowed to lift it up off the base, put it on a lower peg, or just leave it off at the side while you resolve that turn of bumping. That's not what this is saying. This is saying that when you make your decimator, you can't just roll it around the table without a base. Right. That's all it's saying. The fact that baffles me is that people are complaining that that's what it says, not that I could sculpt my own base, which (laughs) definitely wouldn't have advantage pegs. I promise you the guides would be official. I wouldn't be able to slide 17 centimeters to the left every time I do a straight. Right. Or like my base wouldn't be a, a, a what, what I can't remember what the actual shape is when it's not a rectangle when it's angled. So I, I yeah, it wouldn't be a rhombus base, I promise. Yeah, exactly. But if, if you want to whine about shit that AMG is doing that's a little bit su- stupid and not suitable for X-Wing, at least get your argument to make sense, you fucking yeah, argue argue about the right thing. Argue yeah. about the right thing. Well, uh, it's literally just people making up stuff to be mad about at this point. Uh, well, I, I I think that that's what that comes down to, you know, is people but, are pissed that if everybody, all their buddies at Fantasy Flight got fired and whatever, get over it, you know. Yeah. We're almost in 2022. It's AMG's game. It wasn't Fantasy Flight's choice, you know. Do you yeah, want to know what, what this was? It wasn't AMG's say. choice. So I, I'm going to tell you the last bullet point, which... I've seen one person talk about, and I, I'm going to be honest, I've not looked a lot. More people might be talking about this, but this last one. Each ship card has a ship type centered at the bottom of that card. Players must use, uh, sorry, players may use any Star Wars X-Wing miniature that represents that ship model um, as the pilot in their squadron, as long as it is easily recognizable as the ship it represents and has the appropriate ship token fitted to the ship's base. Uh, that's a lot of words that I probably got wrong, but they give an example. This example was not legal under FFG. Yeah, you could not do this under FFG. Right. The customized YT thirteen hundred light freighter miniature may be used to represent a scavenged YT thirteen hundred if the yep. escape craft piece is removed and appropriate ship token is fitted to a base. Yep, I remember this well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, actually, now you're gaining an advantage once again. This is a miniatures company. So, Not a board game company. Do, if you play Resistance and wanted to play Ray in the Falcon, you can't. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Under FFG in Second Edition, you cannot fly that ship unless you have the model with a square dish, mm-hmm. because the, the silhouette is different. Yep. So, taking into account, people are saying that this these rules meant that you couldn't paint your ships, whatever, all of this stuff. But no one is those people weren't doing this about the fact that you you know what i mean the hypocrisy yes that you're not recognizing how massive of a change this is that oh yeah look spy conversion kit and use your rebel like falcon it's fine don't worry about it but you play scum and resistance no i'm not gonna make you buy a rebel x-wing don't be fucking stupid sorry a rebel falcon 
Use your scum one, you idiot. Why would you spend more? Why would I want you to waste more money? You've got one. Right. Do it. What, so you want to fly f- three Falcons, but you've got a Resistance Falcon, a Rebel Falcon, and a Scum Falcon. And you want to fly three Scum Falcons? Oh, do, yeah, do, live your best life. It's fine. Yeah. That's, FFG that's literally what they're made yeah, you. You'd have had to go out and buy it. Yeah. And, uh, so if you're reading these rules in the same way, you and you weren't reading the FFG rules that way, fuck you. Literally, <laughs> don't listen. Like, no one consumes my content anyway, but don't to take your patient, just fuck off. I'll give you a refund. So I'm not I'm gonna, interested I'm, in so that I'm gonna kind throw of this out. So, so Chris, I'm going to throw this out. So if I take my Falcon and melt it into a round ball, but I can still fit it to the base that has a token, can I still use that Falcon? Can as long as it's easily recognizable as a Falcon. So you probably could yes. melt it into a full ball. You'd have to like squish it a little bit and make sure it was still what if I put the What if I put the... the radar dish the the dish on the top so that it's yeah yeah, the square one you know i'm just saying you know this is so stupid because people bitch and moan about things that a who's who was it that enforced ships it was to's it wasn't fantasy flight fantasy flight may have had the rule but it was up the to to enforce the rule what rule is being enforced yeah what this does is this actually basically takes it so that the TO isn't breaking the rules so that you can play what you want to put on the board and play. Yeah. That's what this tells me is that they're actually they're they're taking the the cinched up, you know, underwear and they're loosening them a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out who this is hurting. Like don't get me wrong, did we see someone that did four Y wings that were painted up like ninja turtle colors? I have so, I have seen yeah. I've seen a lot of things that were uh, the, close to you know close to it but it's the, not an like, don't get wrong but there's definitely ip infringement like let's not beat around the bush there's 100 oh yeah it happened but yeah amg's not again this is every conversation we've had about everything you know play whatever you want no one, the fun police aren't coming to your home to take exactly stuff it's fine exactly but there you go there's the rants that people wanted maybe not as heated as they may have wished but hey ho I don't see it as a big deal. Like, honestly, I've seen some fantastic paint jobs that by the rules that I just read are still perfectly legal. Legal. And like I said, if you painted it up as an IP with the idea of another IP in mind, I hate to say it, but you didn't do another IP. You painted it to whatever you wanted it to be and you can call it whatever you wanted want it to be. If somebody wants to sue you over it, they're the ones who are going to have to prove that what you painted was their IP. Yeah. I mean, that's just plain and simple, you know. Yeah, I know. Right, let's uh, wrap the show. It's two and a half hours in now, so. Yeah. All right, so it's good getting back together. Oh, after a month, I'm starting to get a little, uh, I'm starting to go through withdrawals there for a bit. <laughs> All right, so that's going to do it for this episode of Lack of Focus. Do want to thank you for joining us, of course. Always fun to talk to you, Sean. Always good to be here. Chris, you have some outgoing paperwork before we go. Yeah, so as long as you're not a hypocrite, I appreciate all your Patreon money. Um, it's been awesome. I the support. I I did make sure uh, the last, I think like the last two months of Patreon has been low because I didn't charge people for the episode we recorded in the can because it wasn't really X-Wing con. It was just us hanging out and chatting kind of thing. Um, so I didn't build a patron for that. Yeah, and, yeah, and me did. learning me learning that the pieces in uh, the UK for the Monopoly game are different than they are in the US. It just 
completely blew my yeah. mind. Um, and then, but yeah, so basically, well, blah, blah, blah. I've been trying to not rip the patrons off or like overly burden. Uh, so it's been a little bit low for the last couple of months, but theoretically we should get back on the horse and get that rolling again. Um, I do have some ideas for what I want to do, but it obviously depends on scheduling and stuff like that, but I'll be okay. Um, but you can sign up for Patreon at Lack of Focus on on Patreon, or you could do, if you prefer a, a splat monthly fee, you can go to Dice Hate on Patreon as well. You can follow us on social media. We have a Facebook page, it's Lack of Focus Podcast on Facebook. You can email us at Lack of Focus Podcast at gmail.com. Obviously, you can listen to a podcast on all good platforms. And if you can't, let me know and I'll see about getting it fixed. And you can follow the YouTube channel. Please subscribe. Subscribers have been dropping because I've not been making content. But other than us doing this, hey ho, you can Alien follow. RPG Story <laughs> Yeah. You can follow me personally on Twitch at Dice Hate Chris on Twitch. We have at least a weekly painting stream you often hear us talk about we do sometimes have some video gaming and a bunch of stuff on there obviously which prime's free so just like send me those over you know please i'll take all of your free monies all of the time and yeah what about um i think that's everything i need to get an actual patter down for this you've been saying that for 87 episodes true (laughs) yeah um Oh, Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. I'm I'm enjoying Instagram as my social media because like it's just cool pictures of models or food, basically, and occasional wholesome family photos. Aww. Like I don't I don't get you know they like you scrolling through Facebook and there's just something that triggers you or Twitter. So I've definitely just been like going over to Instagram more and more because it's just wholesome. So, yeah, I tend uh, to agree. And the Discord. Always, always a Discord. It's supposed to be if you want the uh, the, the the unedited like full pictures of everything and uh, all the, the yeah the live chatter. The the Discord is the place to be. It's linked below, but it is Dice Productions on Discord. So, yeah, that's enough. I'm done. I'm done. All right, so that's going to do it for this one. Do appreciate everyone tuning in. And of course, as always, like as it. Thank you once again for joining the Lack of Focus X-Wing podcast. Check out Dice Hate Productions for all the latest episodes, and we'll be looking forward to seeing you again next episode.